episode of Absolutely Not. Just a little disclaimer to start the show. We are women with attitudes and opinions. And if you don't like those things, you are more than welcome to fuck off. And if you couldn't tell by now, we will be talking about grown-up things. We're going to be using grown-up words. And so if you aren't a grown-up or are easily offended, this podcast is probably not for you. You have been warned. <laughs> All right, now that that's out of the way, I am your resident basic bitch and host Daphne, and with me, as always, is my favorite podcast pal, Raina. What's up, girl? You know, you say that we are grown-ups, but sometimes I feel like I need an adultier adult, you know? <laughs> like, I use grown-up you know, words, but... <laughs> I, I, you know, I did think about that when I was giving the uh, the warning, is I was like, are we really adults? I mean, like technically we're yes. adults, but you know, we're also 10 year old boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like teenage boys, like we're, we're, we're a little more mature than, you know, 10 year old boys, a little bit, yes. but and not a little much. more, um, obsessed with sex. So yes, yeah. I will go with teenage boys. Yes. <laughs> Probably just a little more though. Oof. <laughs> That's so scary. So what have you been into lately? Uh, as of speaking of sex, as of lately, mm -hmm. I have been watching, not watching, listening to uh, while I'm at work, um, Secrets of Playboy. Is this a podcast? It's no, it's not. It's on Annie. Uh, there's two <gasps> seasons the out. Show? Yes. Are you talking about the Playboy Bunny show? Yes. Okay. So what is going on with it? I'm not going to give any spoilers or anything, but I've been seeing like it pops up on TikTok. So you see Holly saying her yep. piece. You see a couple other older ladies that, you know, are past their, if you would call it prime. And the, the, the people commenting are just relentless. And when I say relentless, basically they are just like, oh, well, it was all good, you know, while the money was coming through and the money's not coming through anymore. So all of a sudden you want to talk and it's like, no, when you get into the stories, you find out they quite possibly had a lot to lose because you're dealing with people in higher places. Um, you realize that uh, even if they did try to say something, nobody believed them. Right. And also these women... Some of them haven't seen Hef's money in decades. And I'm yeah. not just talking about 10 to 20 years. We're talking 30 to 40 years that they haven't seen any of Hugh Hefner's money. So to be like, oh, well, it was all good until the money runs out. Now they want their extra 15 minutes of fame. No, they just want you to hear their stories that a lot of them have actually been telling since after they left the mansion or the, the clutches of Playboy, the Playboy world. And there are some horrific Definitely podcast-worthy shit that I've already heard. Um, and so as far as I can tell, I'm already on episode four or five. Mm -hmm. I, all I did was create an A&E account. I am not subscribing, and I'm able to watch. I'm already, like oh, I said, five nice. episodes into the season, uh, one. And then it says I have access to 12 episodes, and currently with season two out, there's 
two episodes available, one episode on the way. So I'm like, okay, I guess once they're available, you can watch them. Okay. So two things about the Playboy bunnies and their podcast and all this Mm -hmm. is one. Okay. So if they're trying to get more money out of their experiences, who cares? Yeah. I mean, obviously there's the out there who is interested in, in, hearing their stories and so if they can tell their story and make some money off of it uh you go girl yeah power to them but second of all after Hugh Hefner died and actually before he died uh I it was I understood that that place was so run down and Mm -hmm. so much of a dump that pretty much the only reason why you saw pictures of people partying in the pool outside was because the inside was trashed yeah so if these girls haven't seen money in decades i would not be surprised yeah so um it's interesting i mean i love it uh my husband if well if he were watching it with me he'd probably like why are we watching this because i've been watching the girls next door over again because i've been listening to their podcast uh-huh. I'm a glutton for trash, you know, I just really am. And um, we all have to have a guilty pleasure. Yeah, and that's definitely one of them. And it's interesting to hear how they talk about it now versus how you see them on the TV. Like you can really tell when Holly says, yeah, I wasn't that happy. Uh, you can tell she wasn't, uh, you know, whatever specific scene she's talking about. And I was like, okay, like I'm feeling it, you know? So anyways, that's what I've been up to. That's my guilty girl pleasure. But what about you? Man, I live such a boring life. I don't believe you. Um, I, I don't really watch a lot of TV. Good for you. Um, which I don't either believe it or not. I've hence listening. (laughs) <laughs> right that's true um so i'm a i'm a podcast girl but i gotta tell you i'm in a podcast slump oh shit it, it seems like all this stuff i've been listening to lately i'm just like i'm tired of this i'm tired of that that's not funny anymore yeah that's too political blah 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 so honestly um i've been on tiktok oh <laughs> a lot <laughs> And I don't blame you. It's so addicting. Like, I go to bed watching TikTok, and I wake up watching TikTok sometimes. Okay, I'm not that bad, but I have I have gone, not really gone to sleep, but started to drift off. And you know how your phone kind of falls over or whatever? And I realize I've listened to the same TikTok, like... <gasps> four or five times in oh, a row. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've drifted off yes. from playing, you know? Um, but... Yeah, I've just, I have been on water talk. I've been on clean talk. Oh, I love clean talk. Can you tell I'm a stay-at-home mom? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's goals. I'm not going to, I'm not even going to lie. And you, there was really, okay, so I feel like my husband, he makes fun of me for being on TikTok so much. I love entertainment. That's my thing. I'm into entertainment, stupid cat videos, uh, comedic oh, yes. stuff, obviously, uh, you know, the girls next door kind of situation stuff. I love whore talk. I've been on whore talk before. <gasps> I haven't been on whore talk. I've been on neighbor talk. Mm-hmm. I've said, like, oh, yeah. Crazy neighbor, ba- talk? Crazy neighbor oh. talk. Oh, I love it. Great. Um, you know, I feel and I shouldn't call it whore talk. It's more of a um, escort talk. So tomato, potato. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, and I feel like he watches YouTube and I know I granted you get longer videos and he gets a lot of, he watches a lot of financial stuff and um, he, he doesn't get on too much political stuff, but you're going to get some political stuff in there. Um, But he watches that. I feel like TikTok is a very condensed version of something you may need to learn. I've learned hair tips. Yep. Beauty tips, which is, it falls into, you know, with beauty, with beauty, hair falls into with beauty, makeup, all of that stuff. Um, Advice for on how to take care of uh, certain animals. Nona just recently caught a lizard, you know, things like that. Uh, There's a wealth of information. Recipe (sighs) talk or whatever you want to Oh my God. Have you ever tried the TikTok pasta? The lemon pasta? Okay. I don't think so. I'll have to find the recipe and send it to you. It's super fast, super delicious, uh, amazing. So I do a lot of um, crock pot. Oh, yeah. One pan. Because, girl, I'm not about doing some dishes. God almighty, I hate dishes. Well, that's what I have the kids doing, but, you know. There's a wealth well, of information on TikTok, you know? That was um, that was my son's job. Yes, but he's turning uh, into a, a young he, man. I know. And then he, he got a job and he's about to leave for college. So I'm, I'm having to do the dishes. Oh my God. You're about to be an empty nester doing your own dishes. Oh God. I'm scared. No, I'm not. Cause I'm going to use paper plates. Oh yeah. (laughs) And throw away cups that I can't recycle, but who cares? (laughs) You know, what's funny about that is I have a literally on my Facebook page today. One of my memories is me doing the dishes and it's literally throwing away paper plates and forks and plastic forks and everything. (laughs) Ain't no shame in the paper plate game, you know? No, ma'am. Well, and especially because um, we burn our paper because, of course, we live out nowhere. So we we burn our cardboard and paper. So, girl, those paper plates go in a cardboard box and on the weekends, yeah. Go away. You, you know what's funny is on a cooler summer night, we do do that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is so funny. And it's not it's not legal here in California. Um Shh. they don't know we're doing it, but <laughs> we've even actually they don't even care too. We had a cop that ro- rolled through our neighborhood because uh, my husband decided uh, I don't know what he was burning. I feel like he was burning a couch or something. <gasps> and we have a small property. We do not have Daphne property, you know? <laughs> By any means. We don't even, we have maybe an eighth of what you have, if oh, that, wow. you know? And he, he's burning a whole ass couch. And I'm thinking this cop is going to come, you know, arrest us or fine us. No, they didn't care. I mean, we're in a good neighborhood. They just wanted to make sure that we were safe and that our that we didn't need any assistance or anything of that, you know, we weren't our house wasn't burning down. And I'm like, that's the difference of living in certain places. Yes, ma'am. That's a privilege yes, for sure. And I and I did send the white man out to talk to the cop. Had the Latina <laughs> gone out there, it might not have gone so great. You'd I was arrested. I would have been. And I mean I wasn't I, I I love I love cops. Like I'm I'm for them. But you know, I I don't know. I don't know if I would have had an uh, attitude or if I would have been. I was mad about the situation, not at the cop. I was mad at my husband. So uh, I don't know if it would have leaked came, into it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it would have came out the wrong way. But yeah, there's a wealth of information on TikTok. And yeah, there's a lot of trash on there too. But you know, you got to mix it up. Hey, like I said, you got to have a guilty pleasure. Absolutely. Uh, speaking, so speaking of. of oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, we were on the same wave there. I was going to say, speaking of TikTok, uh, you've got a couple that you sent me earlier in the week, last week or whatever, yeah. and I figured we needed to talk about it. So go ahead and 
I'm going to play yours. Yeah, here, here goes the first one. Let's see if the audio comes on. I'm a 55-year-old single mom. Here's how Can you I hear became it? one of the most popular models. No. On oh, damn fans. it. Part one. I was scrolling through news articles see on the web, up the as microphone. we do, right? And I stumbled upon this article about a mom that was making six figures a month. It's selling spicy photos this. and videos. So basically, it's the woman, she's 50 years old, and she's one of the most popular models on OnlyFans. Oh, shit. I remember that one. Yeah. So I know you can't hear it, but I know you remember it, so I'm going to play the rest so that, you know, the listeners can hear it. So she stopped right at the point where she said she's selling spicy photos and videos of herself on the platform. Of herself on this platform called OnlyFans. It sounded too good to be true. I investigated this, and it was for real. And the idea came to me that if I could even make a tenth of that, it would be life-changing for myself and my son. So basically where she's at right now, she's saying that the money she heard about this girl making on OnlyFans, she's like, man, if I can make just a tenth of that, it would change her and her son's life. She's a single mom with a son. At 50 years old, I don't know how old her son is. Um. The the Huffington Post article says um, preteen. Wow. Okay. So she probably had him later in life, which, you know, no shame. Uh, hold on. Let me play a little bit more. What I did is I tried, and I had no social media experience at all. Um, I built the brand as I was building my OnlyFans, and within two months, I quit my 40-an-hour office job, and by month three, I had made that tenth of six figures. I had made- so it took her about three months for her to start making over $10,000 a month. So I'm trying to find the conversation. Oh, Oh, yeah, the conversation we had about it. it I think it's in the apps of fucking Lutely Not. Um, no, it's it's not. Um, oh, is it between us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me find it real quick. Because I remember being like, oh, look at all this dead air. I know. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I know, because I'm looking for it, too, because I could have swore. I know one of the things you said is she was like, you know, you don't have to have any experience. Uh, if you think you don't look good, th- th- you, you're wrong. There's there's a, you know, there's an audience for everyone out there, which she's not entirely lying. Uh, but you, no. But you said, I'm sure having those ginormous titties has nothing to do with no, the guys. Huh? Now, she does, to be fair. She does look like a mature woman. She doesn't look like an old woman. She's very gorgeous for her age. No, I mean, you. if, if somebody told me she was 55, I would believe it. But mm-hmm. she is a great 55. And people get mad when you say you look great for X amount of age. I don't, I think that's a compliment. No, absolutely. Because, I mean, I don't think I've ever had anybody say you look great for 40. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I mean, she, because most people think 55 is old yeah and they think you know gray-haired granny 55 no this this is a smoking hot gilf honestly. yeah and again of course she's gonna make money 
because one, she's got huge jugs. And two, you're on OnlyFans. Yeah. So, first of all, like, mom, I'd like to fuck. Grandma, I'd like to fuck. Mm -hmm. Hot housewife. Like, that's all a niche of things that if she got into, and it depends on how active you are on OnlyFans, what you're willing to do to get paid for and stuff like that. So, if, if, if she really... If she really worked at it, I don't see where she wouldn't be making $10,000 in three months, you know? But I also don't think that everyone can do that. Yeah. See, and that's, I think that's really the lie that comes with OnlyFans is you get these people that are like, I'm making, you know, $1,000 a week. I'm making. Sixty thousand dollars a month, or or whatever it is, they want you. I don't know, because part of me says, you know, they want you to think that it's easy money, but it's not. Like that's that's a lot of time. That's a lot of effort. That's a lot of interesting positions. Positions. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's a job, you know, and just like anything else, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. Yeah. I'm happy for her. Yeah. Good on you. She was able to quit her full-time job to pursue, you know, um, you know, uh, doing this full-time. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing that I love about this. Okay. I'll put all that other junk aside. Here's what I absolutely love about it. She's 55. Yeah. She is not some young 18, 21, 25 year old. Like she's a grown ass woman. Yeah. And she's managed to make this money for herself. Yeah. I'm like, get it, girl. Going places. She says she's going places with her son that she's. Never thought that she would ever visit, let alone be able to take her child with her. Um, The one thing she did say that was kind of sad, and I totally see this, is that it does get lonely. She says that, you know, being one of the most recognizable faces for women her age on that app means there's guys that just don't want anything to do with that. And you have to kind of respect that because guys are allowed to have boundaries, too, that they set for themselves. Right. When you set a boundary, Jonah Hill, you set it for yourself (laughs) and you say, this is what I'm willing to do. You don't set a boundary saying this is what you're supposed to do because this is what I want. Well, but even if even if that's the boundary that you want to set, because I I kind we talked about this in our Scooby gang. Yes, because because we have a gang. We're part uh, of a gang, guys. Right. Two girls, two guys, Scooby gang. It just works out. But so we did kind of have this conversation a little bit and I think I missed the original conversation. So I didn't jump into it. So I kind of disagreed with you because you, you really came down hard on, on Jonah Hill about Mm -hmm. these boundaries. So part of it that I will agree with is if these boundaries for him came up only after they got into the relationship then they're not boundaries that's him trying to control her yeah the difference is if it's a boundary 
it's something that you should go into the relationship knowing that you do or do not like about it. Oh, 100%. Um, right? And I, and for a second, I thought that maybe he told her this at the beginning and she decided to do it anyways. No, this is where Jonah Hill was wrong. He told her after they'd already been dating. And I only know this because I saw the remainder of the text and she said it would have been nice to know this beforehand. Right. Well, see, and the other thing is, too, because people can change their minds. Yes. Right? Yes. And and you not you not realize that you had a problem with something until it pops up and then you're like, oh, I don't really like that. Exactly. But then that's when you have a conversation with your partner and Mm -hmm. you're like, I don't really like this. Right. And I do not fault her. If she was the one that broke up with him, Mm -hmm. I do not fault her at all for this, because if that was something that came up to be an issue for him. Yeah. But it's not an issue for her. Then absolutely. Yeah. Get out. Get out. Yeah. So now we're not compatible. I'm glad I know this now and I'm out. I know a lot of people were having an issue because she released these private text messages. Look, I don't give two shits because this person's problem with their relationship has nothing to do with me. If I never found out that they had an issue, my life would not have changed. (laughs) That is so true. You know, and I will say it does bring up an interesting conversation in the zeitgeist mm-hmm. about boundaries and what exactly are boundaries and the fact that men can have boundaries yes. and they should have boundaries, you know, but it also comes down to it should be it should be a discussion. 100 percent, because it has to be because when I don't have to say me agreeable, but at least both people have to be aware. Right. About it. And then at that point, you can decide what kind of relationship are you going to pursue? It's like, well, I still want to kind of fuck around with you. And if the other party's okay with that, fucking party on, Garth. You know? Right. Um, I will tell you where I don't agree with uh, Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend. And I apologize. I don't know her name. This is where (laughs) she did wrong. And it's like, what was the reason? Just like you said, I would have, life would have gone on just fine if I hadn't known this information. Why did she release this information? And why after... They haven't been in a relationship for a minute, and he has a whole-ass kid now. Right? And I'm like, that's where... So, yes, I did come down hard on Joni Hill because there was a couple of things that... One, why did you tell her after you guys were already in a relationship? Maybe things had changed okay, but now you're acting like, well, this was a known set of rules. Two, you told her no sexy photos. Bruh, you slipped into her DMs over one of her photos. That's very hypocritical. Well, now that you're mine, you can't do your job, which is to model bikini surfing. Right. You know, so that's where I was like, "You're, you're being a fucking dumbass. But then at the same time, she's being an asshole by, girl, move on. You look like you haven't moved on from this. Right. And also he he's moved on. He's got a kid. Whatever if he's happy in his relationship, whether his girlfriend is currently or not, get out of it. Get out of it. You know? So it's so it's one of two things. Either for whatever reason she felt like this would be, you know, no news. Yeah. Is bad news. Or how does that go? Uh no news is good news. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're trying to get at with her posting. What, whatever. Anyway, being in the news is always a good thing. Kind oh of thing. yeah. Oh, any publicity, uh, even negative publicity is good publicity. Good but publicity. that's right. also for him. So, 
Well, but it could also be for her, yeah, right? That's true. So if she's got her name in the news, now people that's are true. like, oh, who is th- who is this? We're gonna look at her. Maybe she'll get more contracts. Okay, whatever. I forgot what my second point was. That is <laughs> nothing common. <laughs> Welcome to brain fart. Um, but the the uh, in my opinion, her releasing these things could only be validated if he was dissing her somehow. Like yeah. publicly dissing her. And I I don't remember that happening no. before this came out. He's moved so on. This was, so this was either her just being like, oh, I need my name in the news, or she's pissed because he's something. with somebody new. Like, none of this looks good on her. Yeah. Like, that portion doesn't look good on her. No, I'm, I'm like, girl, for what reason? For what reason? And it's so funny because I was listening actually to the girls next door talk about it. And they were like, they were all on her side. And I'm like, okay, like, yes, I do agree Jonah Hill was being an ass. But at the same time, it's like, you have to see where she also is looking a little sus. Right. Yeah, like, you always have to ask why. Like, why? Yeah. Why now? Why this? We got some questions. Um, right. And I guess we'll kind of get into that. Well, there's one more TikTok, and I'm not going to play the TikTok because obviously uh, for the sake you're not hearing it, but I did pull up the article. I posted the link for you in the notes if you want to copy it and paste it into your... Um, making me do work. And I know, I'm making you work today. But basically what this was is I, I follow the comment section on TikTok, and that's basically the girl version of, what's his name? Uh, oh, Ben uh, Shapiro. Ben Shapiro, yes. Let's- Lady Ben Shapiro, which is so funny when they're on an episode together. <laughs> yeah, what's her name? Brett, um, Brett something. Her name's Brett? Yes. I did not know that. I love that name for a girl, though. I like oh. I like boy names for girls. Okay, well, you're gonna have to um, you're gonna have to read this to me because it won't let me. It says I've reached my limit of free articles. Oh, oh, great! And I'm you know what? I am genuinely surprised. It let me pull it up. So, okay. anyways, what is going on is no surprise. Oh, wait, did I? Oh, there it is. Okay, what is going on is they're saying that. Well, let me just read. The the title, A Decade of Fruitless Searching, The Toll of Dating App Burnout. So basically, we're reaching this level of burnout 10 years after the launch of Tinder. Some long-term online daters say endless swiping has been bad for their mental health. Are we fucking oh, surprised? Shit. Are we surprised? Um, and you know, you get, you get the daily updates on Candy from Hot Mess Express, who has... She she just keeps going back to the apps. And Ugh. we ask her all the time, like, meet people. Why why not go out? She's like, where do I go out to meet people? Which is somewhat true because when she's not at work, she's got her kids. Uh. It's, you know, uh, so you can't completely falter from that. Um, and unfortunately, she's in the type of career where, and I... I hate to say this, but I just hear it from too many people that are in these careers. Um, basically, either the fire, a fire department or a police department. Uh, so many cheaters. Oh, God, yeah. So many cheaters. They don't want to be in a serious relationship. They have their serious relationships at home. And then at right. work, they just want to fuck around with their coworkers. Right. So she can't even find a fruitful relationship at work. Right. You know. She needs to go to Lowe's. I, you know. I'm telling you, I need to take her for Halloween and we just need to walk around the aisles pretending she's confused, you know, or something. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. She needs to she needs to make the effort. Maybe I'll just well, she doesn't even need me to watch her kids. One of her kids is old enough now to watch himself, so and the younger one. So girl, you heard us. Go on a Saturday morning. No, yep. isn't that when the like the, the husbands are looking to do honeydew list for their wives? Maybe on a weekday. She doesn't really get weekends off anyways. On a weekday. Go at nine o'clock in the morning, grab a coffee, get yourself a Bucks, get yourself a Dutch Bros, and walk the fucking wood aisle, okay? Yeah. Yeah. The lumber aisle mm-hmm. will definitely get you. Do you need some help? Yeah. Um, tools. Tools, yes. The tool aisle, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe um, the toilet aisle. And I was going to say, and plumbing. Plumbing, yes. And then you can get your plumbing fixed. <laughs> Lay some pipes. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So that's that's the most common places that you're going to get people saying, do you need some help? You know? Yeah. I had talked to Reverend about it recently. Um, I think it was off air. Uh, and Reverend being from Death Holler Podcast. Uh, we're one number 193 on the American charts. Woo! Woo-hoo! Film reviews. We're probably, we're probably off of it now. It changes every week, so who knows if we'll stay or go. But anyways, and um, we were talking about it, and she just can't get away from the apps. And not only that, but, like, some of the relationships she gets herself in, it's like they're, they're just destructive-type relationships. They're... Mm you know, not meaningful. And I don't know. She seems, she seems to like the ones that don't like her. And rather than choosing, she can't seem to like a guy that likes her back. And when a guy does like her, it, it, it doesn't last. It's so weird. It's so hard to understand. But, um, she also said in terms of some of the guys she is talking to that she knows don't want anything serious with her. She says she just likes the attention. You know, that's probably what it is. She doesn't want anything serious or she's afraid to have something serious. Maybe. She doesn't say that, though. The, she wants uh, something well, serious with somebody that doesn't want something serious with her. Exactly. Want so what she you can't can get, have. She can get the clicks. She can get the adult time. Yeah. She can get the sexy time. And that's all that she's trying to get out of this relationship. But I think the other part of her which is the part that complains about these relationships probably does actually want somebody that can be there day in, day out. Yeah. You know, but she's just afraid that she's not going to get that. And why, why get her heart broken? Yeah. When she could just do what she wants and have some fun. Yeah. And hopefully that's the case. Cause it feels like when you see it, you could see it takes a toll. On oh, a person, absolutely. you know, and it is, and I feel bad, and I feel bad that I also can't agree 100% with what's happening. Well, just whether you understand it or not doesn't mean that you have to agree yes. with it. There's lots of things that I understand that I don't agree with. Yeah, which is, uh, it, it, it's hard, and it's so it's like, I, I, I'm not going to be like, yeah, girl, go do it, you know? I'm just like, okay, whatever you have to do at this point, you know? Well, Okay, I know you said that we have uh, an, another TikTok, but let's save that because I think this rolls right into our next segment, which is you you and your husband were on your show, um, Lean Into It, mm-hmm. and uh, the Reverend was on with you, yes. was episode 13, and towards the end, although it, it might have been the whole 
whole damn show. It might have been the whole show. Is what it sounded like. But the the question came up at the very end. What is wrong with women? And I have to say, my immediate response in my brain uh-huh. was, there's nothing wrong with women. <laughs> no, because, you know, the, the guys have been talking about, you know, men are built this way and women are built that way. Yeah. And, you know, well, what is wrong with women? Yeah. I, I think as a sex, as a gender, as a part of our population, there's nothing wrong with us. Yeah. Um, I think we're built the way we are on purpose. Yes, I agree. I, I think that we're the other half. I, I think that we're built the way we are because men are built the way they are. Yes. Right. So we're compliments of each other. Um, so capital W women, I don't think there's anything wrong with them. Yeah. Small W women in general. Mm hmm. It's because we're crazy bitches. <laughs> I mean, who, where's the lie? Who can argue with that? Yeah. We are a bunch of crazy people. Yeah. Um, but I think that's also because of the way we're built. Noah was right. I actually wrote in my little notes because, mm-hmm. you know, I take notes on everything. Noah was right. We are more emotional mm-hmm. than we are. Um, what was, how did he put he it? He said um, women don't make good leaders. See, I don't agree with that. I, I don't agree with that <clears throat> at all because. Um, well, he said there's some that, you know, there's, there's the ones that break the mold for sure. He said there's not no women that aren't good leaders, but by nature, they're not typical leaders. See, I still don't agree with that. See, now you got to remember, I was raised in the South. Mm-hmm. Um so I have I have a lot of opinions that come with that being mm-hmm. raised in the Bible Belt. You know the man Jesus. is the head of the household, mm-hmm. and the, you know that. But but I got to tell you, I don't agree that women aren't good good leaders. Mm-hmm. I think that we just lead very differently. I, I yeah, because like he he was saying that you. You you take care of the house, right? And he don't know jack shit about the house. Well, guess what? That's because you lead the house. Yeah. You know, whether you work outside the home or not, you, because I know you do. Yeah. You lead the house. I worked outside the home for years, since I was 15 years old. Yeah. It's only been the last four or five years that I have not had a job. And actually, I've worked part-time in those last four years. Yeah. Um, but whether I was working full-time outside or from home or however it worked, it was still my job to set the tone and lead the home. Yeah. The household, the home. Yes. Um, and especially because I was a military wife Oh, yeah. When my husband was gone, guess what? Yes. Mama did everything. So so I don't agree that women don't make good leaders. I think that most women, whether they realize this or not, are leaders, 
and are good leaders. Um, it's just that a lot of men don't recognize that leadership. Maybe, yeah. I mean, that's on a little bit, I don't, and I don't know, he didn't specify. I assumed he was talking on a much larger scale, like almost politically. Politically, Ru- and, and I can even see even in, um, just in workspaces. Yeah. Right? But I think it's because women mostly take assistant roles. Yes. And I think uh, w- in terms of the emotionally charged, it can affect ruling versus where he said not giving a damn. Um, but also not giving a damn can fuck some shit up. Absolutely. If that's how a guy's ruling, you know? Right. So, right. because at this point, you're kind of just ruling based off of, this is what I give a fuck about. I don't give a damn what you give a you fuck think. about. You know, et right. cetera. And while that may work for a while, there have still been men that have been overthrown. So Absolutely. Well, Or they've just plowed right into a brick wall of shit yes simply because they've been trying to you know plow their way through everything and then eventually you're gonna hit something you can't plow through. you're gonna crash and you're gonna crash hard you know the so that episode if you wanted to go listen to it is um for reference what you know Daphne's talking about is uh the the topic of that episode what in general was women and I right. threw that question at them half-assed as a trap and Reverend caught it real fast. He's oh like, yeah, oh, he knew exactly what, do you mean? what happened. You know, what do you, well, what do you mean? And the reason why I wanted you to listen to that area specifically, which by the way, Reverend, uh, also very excellent answer, communication. Yes. Um, unfortunately, it goes both ways. And he, but Absolutely. he is right about women because I know so many women and 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 Daphne. I don't know if you're like this or not. That um, okay, so I'm the type of woman. That it's not that I don't like surprises, but I want to make sure that if the husband wants to get me something meaningful, I tell him exactly what I want. And if I don't tell him or if I don't even want to go, because it's never a struggle, you know, he doesn't ever make me feel like, why, why do you want that? Or what do we need that for? Or anything. Never has he done that. Um, Right. But I want what I want. And it started off with my engagement ring. With a hubby. I, knew, I knew that was what the yeah. story was going to be. Yeah. Well, it started with that, but it's moved on so much. But yeah, he well, it started with an engagement ring. He wanted a diamond. I wanted a sapphire. Got the sapphire. Uh, right. Currently, I have upgraded my ring, and I call it an upgrade. It's really not. It is a lot cheaper than what I currently have, but I have an onyx ring now. I have right. a black-on-black black ring and, you know, band, and didn't even tell the husband that he bought that for me for Christmas at right. this point. So, that. and I'm So I'm a big... <laughs> person of you let them know what you want but I know so many women that don't tell their guys and then they get mad that they don't get necessarily what they want in terms of a surprise from their husband okay okay so uh I you will probably call me one of those women okay and and that's okay if you're one of those women right and it's not necessarily that I I don't Mm -hmm. tell him you know um does he not so take a hint or does he not listen? This is something that it's mostly me working through this right now, but we are working through this right now, whether he realizes it or not. <laughs> we are. Um, is So my birthday was recently. I remember this one. 
I got a shop vac. <laughs> I cannot believe that happened. I thought you were it, joking with me. Uh-uh. It actually happened. Oh, my God. And my issue with this was, okay, so I know where he's coming from logically. Yes. The shop, his garage shop vac was on the back porch. I used it to suck up some crumbs off the ground and was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I need one of these, right? <laughs> no. And so when he was thinking about what to get me for my birthday, he was like, oh, she was just raving over the shop vac. I'll get her a little one for in her cleaning closet. She'll love it. This will make her life easier. Yeah. While that is true, my problem with this is um, it's for work, not for me. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, there have been times recently that I have specifically said, because he works out of town. Yeah. So there are have been specifically times that I've been like, hey, this weekend... I want to go see this movie. Hey, this weekend, so-and-so's, whatever the show is coming out on Netflix or Hulu or whatever, yeah. I want to I want to watch this. Um, and I don't know if he forgets, <gasps> is not interested, yeah, or, or just doesn't bother. And so those things don't happen. Okay. Right? And instead of me being a nag or a bitch or a heifer or whatever you want to call it, I'm just mm-hmm. like, all right, fine, whatever, you know? Um, so then two weeks will go by and I've already seen the movie. I've watched the show, whatever it is. And he finally sits down and he's like, oh, hey, you know, you said you wanted to watch this. I was like, oh, yeah, I've already watched that. Well, I, I wanted to watch it. Well, great. Now you get to watch it by yourself. Yeah. Because I watched it by myself. You know? Yeah. And it's just like, I know where he's coming from. The yeah. He's very busy. He is, for the most part, he is a fantastic husband. He is a fantastic father. Um, Like, I. I don't know what I would do without him, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, we are partners. Yes. For life. Um, Poor Vita. However, <laughs> part of me says you can do a little better. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's not unreasonable. Right. Like, you know, and it, I don't know. And I, don't, and I know this is, this is a the difference between the men and women yes. conversation and stuff like that, you know, and. And, and I know it comes from the fact that he's a guy and he wants to fix things, like the Reverend said. <laughs> you know, guys are fixers. And so he saw I had a problem and I needed yeah. a setback, so he fixed the problem. It's like, no, I don't I don't want you to fix that problem so people, for my birthday. Yeah, I think I, the, I, Go get my nails done. I want a massage. Yeah. Take me out on a date. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. I mean, if the only time I would accept a shop gaff, a shop gaff. Shop vac as a gift because I don't want anyone to mistake that I think that you should have been appreciative of this gift. I think you're 100% well within your feelings <clears throat> right. because the only time it is acceptable is, is if you say, this is what I want and this is only what I want because you're saving money for something else or maybe you got yourself something else. Um, right. I tend to splurge on myself on certain things and then It'll usually be right before an event, like Mother's Day or something like that, or my birthday. And when my husband asks me what I want, 
whatever he surprises me with is what I will accept. And I'll be like, you know what? If you get me something, whatever you think you want to get me, that's fine. If you don't get me anything, I just want you to know I spent this much money on this and this much money on this and this much money on this. And I really don't want anything because I already got what I wanted. Um, not right. because I don't want, and he doesn't care. We're not, you have to get someone a gift. My husband kind of hates when I get him gifts. I don't know if he's like shy about it, embarrassed, or he feels like he owes a favor or something like that in that mm. aspect. But he doesn't tell me not to get him anything. If I give him a gift, he graciously accepts it, says thank you. Uh, the most recent one you've seen it was that hilarious shirt I made with our dog's face all over it. <laughs> yes. He wore it already. He got so many compliments. So, you know, but yeah, in terms of that particular gift, you shop. I don't want the guys of the Scooby gang to think that I was like, Amy should have appreciated that. I did say I would love a gift like that, but only if I asked for it and said, this is all I want. And right. I would not have any expectations. So that is the one thing where Reverend is right about communication is, you know, it is hard between men and women. My husband does not communicate with me very well. I feel like I tell him, I'm like you, I'll be like, hey, next week we're going to do this. I don't know if he remembers that this Thursday, hubby, if you're listening, this Thursday, we're supposed to go see Haunted Mansion. Kids have been asking <laughs> nonstop. It will be a surprise. So here's what I do. Um, I buy those tickets, and I remind him that we're going. It, it is what it is. Like, you know, right. that's what's happening. Um, and then I do constantly remind him, whether he gets mad at me or not, he also reminds me about things that, because he'll tell me we're going to do something and I'll forget. So, you know, it goes both ways. I will admit right. to that. But um, like uh, our daughter has drum practice on Wednesdays. Well, tomorrow we're going to an orientation because she's going to go visit eight college campuses <clears throat> from Central to Southern California wow. <clears throat> as part of this college program she's been in since junior high. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm choking now. Um, and so I have to remind him, hey, call the drum teacher, call the drum teacher, call the drum teacher. Yeah. Otherwise, the drum teacher is going to show up and guess who's not going to be there. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I Reverend's answer was hilarious. I mean, they both weren't wrong in their own ways. And there's definitely you could hear me try to rebuttal. And I'm like, there's got to be some women you've known that have been great leaders. They're definitely oh, yeah. in the history books, you know. So absolutely. You can't tell me there's none uh, in the majority of us. Maybe not. And I'm like, but that didn't bother me. The answer didn't bother me because we're good at so many other things. Just like you said, we are leaders in a different way yes. that is useful. Yes. Uh, essential, if you will. And Reverend very cautiously answered that question by saying. Yeah, that was that was hilarious. Communication between you the sexes. You asked the question and he was like, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my like, God. What do you know, mean? And I'm like. so afraid that he was going to step in it like. No matter what he said, he knew that this yeah. was a trap. And and neither one of them, like, I don't think I came at them any crazy. And the reason why I wanted you to listen to this segment was because I wanted to know, I don't know if you listened to the end of the show um, yes. from there, is do you think that I was too hard on women myself? And I don't, my answer wasn't very specific. I kind of went on to just say things like, um, Yes, you're right. We, you know, our communication can be lacking. I also had mentioned that, oh God, what did, what point did I want to bring to you? Um, uh, how women, you know, instead of, they'll want to change a man, but instead of changing a man, they can grow with the man. Right. Um, and I think that's where a fault is. It's all right. I'm going to change this man. Why do you need to change him? Do you not like him? 
I have no idea <clears throat> where that sentiment came from or why it became a thing that women believed. Yeah. Because you made a good point. Well, I think the guys were making a point about women, <clears throat> but, yes. I, but I think it goes both ways. Mm -hmm. If you are with someone and you want to change something about them, that's a huge part of them, then you don't really want to be with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, It's like saying, okay, you're great, except your job needs to change. The way you dress needs to change. The way you speak, the books you read, the games you play, the shows you watch, all of that needs to change. Well, then you don't like that yeah, person. Yeah, you don't like that person. Or you don't want them to be their own person. You know what? That's not a bad point. You don't want them to be their own person because if if you if you feel like and you have set out to change this person because you want to quote unquote make them better. Yeah. No. Then you need to go find better. Yeah. Or whatever Don't, is better for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boundaries, you know, like, Jonah Hill. No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but you know what? You know what? That that goes back to that point. Yeah. He said, this is what I want and what I don't want. And she says, guess what? I just realized I don't want that. I'm going to go find better for me. Yes. Which is exactly, you know what? This is, this is just the opposite of what usually happens that women do to men. Yeah. I don't like your friends. I don't like the fact that you're online gaming all the time. Yeah. I don't like this hobby <clears throat> that you're doing. You need to stop doing these things for me. Yeah. And, and I the think problem that's is sad. because she she holds the poontang. <laughs> the poontang power. That's right. The guys will normally and sometimes drop or stop doing these things because they want the poontang. Yeah. Which they need to go no. And they need to go find better for themselves. That's Just where we like, lead. We lead with our vagina. Oh, that is we true. will That's lead you down a hole you might not want to go but you'll have fun oh you'll want to go down the hole but look at those a hole you'll want to go down but <laughs> the life hole on the other hand it <laughs> might but, not be as enjoyable but I, I, I it's just yeah yeah you know that they tell girls girls you know if I'm too much for you then you need to go find less well, honey, if you go find somebody that you do like. Yeah. No, uh, I feel like the whole episode, I had you listen to a small portion, but I feel like I was coming down hard on the girls. And the only reason I felt that way is because the guys were a little apologetic almost the whole episode. Like, oh, you're not going to like this answer. And not once did I say, no, that's wrong. You're wrong. You know? Well, but that doesn't mean that you're coming down hard on women. They yeah. might have been saying something that was true. Yes. Um, I feel like I am I, hard on women in general, honestly. I think you well, and I both can be, we have expectations. Let's put it that way. I I think, it, okay, so if you want me to ask or answer the question, what is wrong with women? Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that, oh, sorry, did you hear that? I didn't. I mean, I heard something, okay. but it wasn't loud. Okay. Um. If if there was one thing that was wrong with women, it is our self-respect. Oh, yeah. And I because I think it everything boils down to self-respect, because my mom told me a very long time ago, 
you have to learn to respect yourself first. Mm -hmm. If you have self-respect, then you will require everyone around you to respect you and you will, you will act accordingly. Yeah. And I think that's what is wrong with a lot of us women is that we don't have our own self-respect. We have not set those boundaries for ourselves first. One, we need to know who we are as a person Mm -hmm. and then realize that we need to be respected as a person. Yes. And then require that respect from other people. And you know what? It's your mom taught you that, which is to me amazing. Now, none of our moms are perfect. Like I'm sure we oh, all God, have our no. likes and gripes for our our moms. Um, I will say I think that's something my mom definitely taught me, and unfortunately, she taught me because it's not something she was getting specifically from my dad, who is a changed person now. I right. think her leaving was his wake up call, right. and so he is definitely a good man, and I'm I'm very happy for that. Um, one of the things. Having a daughter is so hard. We've talked about it in the Scooby Gang. You've been part yeah. of the conversation the whole time, but, um, and we'll get into the Scooby Gang very briefly. But, um, we have a uh, my brother in law, so my husband's brother, who just it's so weird because he's you know very far left, you know, in terms of politics and right. But he will be one of the first ones to like. The left is supposed to be, like, for the women and liberty and that kind of stuff, you know, allegedly. And he will be the first one to try to control any woman. He knows it's not going to happen with me. Uh. He does it to his baby mama. I freaking hate it. Um, And he has tried that with our daughter. Now. Yes. Very recently, if Christmas time, they, my daughter got into an argument with him. She was terrified. But my husband watched it. She held her ground. He stepped in when bullshit started coming out of his brother's mouth. Uh Uh-huh. And he's like, she doesn't have to do that. Right. And she knows that I would also back her up in the situation. So, And she knows you don't have to respect your uncle if you're not getting respect. Because on both ends, respect is earned from everybody involved, you know. So I have a slightly different take on that. Um. Uh, I saw a TikTok. <laughs> Shocker. Where, where a guy was explaining this. Mm-hmm. I can respect you because you are a human. Yes. You are a human being with your own thoughts and feelings, and I respect you as a person. Mm-hmm. Little R respect. Little R, exactly. Big R respect, you have to earn. Yes, 100%. You know, so I respect you as an adult. Uh, in in her situation, and I guess this is the difference between how I was raised and how a lot of t- different people w- were raised. You respect someone because they're an adult. If you're a child, yes. Um, you respect people who are in authority of, over you, be it your boss, your mom, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> Within reason, because it's almost it's almost kind of like with the president. You respect the office, yes. Right. Yeah. So that that's where the respect comes from. Um, but then respect as a person has to be earned. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, so absolutely. She can disagree. Mm-hmm. Respectfully. Oh, yeah. Always respectfully. 
Right. And, but see, that's, that's the point. Mm -hmm. People have forgotten that you can disagree with people respectfully. Yes. And the nice thing is in that situation with her was the fact that she felt safe enough to disres to I know what you meant. Hold her disagree. ground. Agree. Yeah, disagree. Yes. There you go. Disagree with her uncle. She was confident enough to be able to stand her ground. And then when it got to a point, her dad stepped in, mm -hmm. defended her to his brother in front of her. Yes. So, right, so she learned so many yes. lessons right there in that little instance yeah. that I think is fantastic because that showed her that not only did her dad allow her to do, to do that in a safe place and with safe people, but also um, that he had her back. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Because if we're going to, if we want women to learn to respect themselves, we have to raise them that way. Yes, ma'am. You were talking about self-respect, and it's like, okay, yes, it sounds like your mom kind of implanted that in you. I know my mom did in a little bit of a different way because I was also raised like you. You respected your elders. But I do yes, remember a situation where I had an aunt that was being just weird, and my mom was like, no, absolutely not. What she did was out of right. hand, you know, and we moved on from that. So, yeah, um, you know, um, I want to uh, unsmoothly, bumpily move into uh, our, our Scooby gang. I, I want to move this. I want to scooch forward into the podcast and briefly talk about because we've it's, a lot has changed since you and I were podcasting. We started off on not so much the Rain Man show, but within the Rain Man digital network. The network, yep. Yes, in terms of listening to the same podcast, uh, whether it be the Supernatural, I think that's the one that really brought the Scooby Gang together. Supernatural, right. uh, Scooby Natural, <laughs> Soupy Natural. <laughs> um, the Supernatural podcast on the Rain Man Network, which is called um, Crossroads. Crossroads. There we go. Thank you. Uh, which led to us joining a gang unofficially. <laughs> Right. An unofficial gang. It started off on their pages, Facebook pages. We moved it into Messenger. We moved it onto Discord, uh, which led to you and I meeting in person. Yes, ma'am. But prior to that, we had started podcasting together. We started a podcast uh, called The Fan Show, The Rain Man Fan Show. And then we all what we ultimately wanted to do was absolutely not, which is what we're doing now. Yes. And what brought us together is this small little gang like you had just mentioned earlier it was two girls, two guys. In a chat room. How fucking weird is that? I know we've discussed this before. You know, if you had told me 10 years ago, shit. Okay, not quite 10 years. Oh, oh shit, it might be 10 years. I don't think it has. Oh, God. No, that no, makes no. Me sick. I think 2016, 2017. Are you talking about since we've been friends? No. Well, oh. when I first started listening to The Crossroads. Oh, it might have been 10 years, girl. That's what I'm saying. That makes me sick. Um, if you had told me 10 years ago that <laughs> listening to a podcast would end up where I am with the Scooby gang, I would have thought you were nuts. Yeah. I was not one of those people that are like, oh, yeah, you can make friends online. And, you know, oh, I'm my best friends are from another state. And yeah. We met each other, you know, and I was like, you are weird. But now. Here we are. <laughs> 
I have two brothers from another mother and a sister from another mister. And I mean, the, the friendship and camaraderie and love that we have ended up with in the Scooby gang is ridiculous. Yeah. But I absolutely, absolutely love it. Yeah. And it's insane, and we, I won't go too much into it because, you know, we, we, the Scooby Gang's always going to cut. You're, you're always going to hear about the Scooby Gang. Yep. But we legit have, like, two big brothers constantly yep. looking out for us, whether yep. it be health, whether it be humor, whether it be entertainment, whether it be bullshit. <laughs> right. And our, it's funny because our biggest rule in that group is we do not apologize. No yeah. one apologizes for feeling the way that they feel you know, getting upset or anything like that. And in fact, I don't think anybody, as far as I know, doesn't get upset, you know? Uh, no, because even, dis- even if we disagree on stuff. Yeah. You know, I know I've gotten in trouble a couple of times because I'm like, look, I'm sorry, y'all, but blah, 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 blah. Yes. And they're like, stop. <laughs> Not allowed, you know? No, no apologies in this group. That's the only thing we get mad at each other for. Don't apologize. You feel how you feel? Well, go on, you know? Right? Tell us how you really feel. But it's got to the point where we're like, we like planters. Like, we have this big goal to meet up eventually. um, Yes. You know, in like a campground setting where we can bring the family so the kids can come. Well, it'll for sure be my kids. Um, Probably, you know, uh, Donnie G's kids who, Donnie G, if you've ever listened to Death Holler, Donnie G had his own segment called I think I downloaded the wrong movie and if you haven't if you've got two to three minutes of your time and you want to go find Death Holler podcast on YouTube you can catch or even on Spotify or wherever you listen you can catch episodes in fact there's some I haven't released yet and I need to release some of them I'm pretty excited so I have to tell you so my husband is not uh, a horror fan I'm not a horror fan yeah I I listen to y'all's podcast because I love y'all um and I I like I listen to a lot of movie review Mm -hmm. podcasts simply because I might not have time to go see that movie but I want to know what it's about you know what I'm saying um so anytime one of the I think I downloaded the wrong movie segments (laughs) come out I always send it to the hubs because I know first of all him and Donnie G are so similar. Yes. They're they're military guys. They they have the same kind of sense of humor. They yeah. understand where they all coming from. And so he like it's a highlight. Yeah. When I'm like, oh hey, by the way, there's another yeah, you know, review. And he just thinks it's fucking hilarious. And it, it's a highlight of his day whenever. Yeah. It's sad. He doesn't do them anymore because he switched to a different, you know, schedule. So I think he's got to kind of not do it around the wife and kids. 100% respect that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like, so what would happen is we were watching Ghostbusters. So we're like, hey, can you watch this Ghostbusters porn? Uh, Or we watch The Exorcist. Can you watch this Exorcist porn? You know, like whatever the movie may be, if he was able to do it and we got an episode, we would release it. Sometimes we'd get it after the episode. And so we would just insert it into the show after editing. Or we would just release it as its own. And granted, no matter what, they're released as their own entity. They get a lot of views. Yep. Shocker. And not only do they get a lot of views, but like, um, like I said, I have a back file. Now, 
if you have heard the show, you'll hear them 100% in the shows when we did them. We haven't done any recent ones, so the past 10 episodes, definitely not one in there. But from the previous ones, they're embedded in the show because we were able to play them and listen and react instantly. Right. And then I like to release them on their own just so people, in case they that's all they want to hear, like, for instance, your hubby. Right. You know, by all means, it's there for your entertainment. I That does not bother me. <laughs> Our shows are really long, so it's really an acquired taste, and I, and I get that. I get some people like those 15 to 30-minute podcasts. I don't like 15 to 30-minute podcasts, but I also struggle with longer-than-hour podcasts. I don't know. I, I don't have a pro- – I hate the 15-minute podcast. Yeah, that's hard because you I want more. Like- well, because I'm normally through my headphones on or through my speaker on and I'm listening to something while I'm doing something else. And I feel like if I have a 15 minute podcast, like I I have barely started doing whatever it is I'm working on and then it's over and I got to go to find my phone and I got to go find something else to listen to. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. Yeah. So I don't have a problem with y'all's as longer episodes because like I said, I could just put it on and listen for two hours yeah and we're good to go it's hard it's hard for me um it's because I have to listen because I have to make sure there's no major things I have to edit out so you know and we don't have such a big listener base that we're getting like oh you know this needs to be fixed this needs to be fixed right now so I'm able to listen to it when it's been released and decide do I want to fix it and then I write down the time and I fix it and then I re-release it nobody ever knows so, right. but it'll take me sometimes two days to listen to one of our episodes. I don't doubt it. Yeah. I remember when I used to edit our, oh God, our for arraignment. Jesus Christ. So much has changed since the last time we podcasted. It's, oh my God. It's insane. So yeah. So a uh, shout out to the Scooby gang. You guys, I'm sure you know how much the gang means to every one of us, you know? You know what I realized the other day? Hmm. We talk every day. Every fucking day. Every morning I go to see every if I miss the morning meeting. Day. Mm-hmm. You do. <laughs> There's a meme uh that we have different sections. So if no one says anything, either a TikTok is posted yep. or a meme is posted or a yep. news article in politics or an article under, you know, um the Delayed Truth. Delayed Truth, you know, which everyone's like, Why didn't we name it this? I was like, Well, fuck it, I'll name it that, you know? So it, it, no matter what, whether there's something in every one of those tabs or there's only one, you can count on a highlight showing up on your phone from the Scooby gang. And if we don't see someone made a post, like I think you went a day or two without posting. And I'm like, is she okay? And then yeah. you're back. And I'm like, okay, well, she's just busy. So, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> speaking of uh, the Scooby gang. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we came together over uh, the show Supernatural. <laughs> Supernatural. And uh, Reverend. Uh, you guys had a segment <laughs> that I believe we need to discuss. Yeah, and you know uh, what? Is it released? In the, I think I released it individually on, uh, Inst- or not Instagram, uh, not Spotify, but you know, podcast. I think I released it as its own show. No, I didn't. I no. sent it to you yes. to listen to. Oh my God, I should release it as its own episode. So I have titled this the Raina is Wrong segment. <laughs> um, because Little Miss over here has a hot take. 
and I'm going to let you give your hot take. And then I have notes <laughs> where I shall rebut. Okay, rebut. We love a good butt. <laughs> um, you know, okay, here's what I'll say. I would like to preface with, first off, I mentioned we're talking about Jensen Ackles, uh, and who I just constantly refer to as Dean Winchester, because come on, you know? Every, and even other characters he plays is Dean to me in a different aspect. Right. It's so funny I think about that because I'm like, okay, so that's Dean Winchester, but like just in a different universe. You know? Yes. Different universe, <laughs> different uniform. Not always different uniform, actually. Um, <laughs> and I did say that I respect his acting. I think he's a very good actor. So. Yes. I will not take that away from him. I will I will give credit where credit is due. Um, and by the way, have you seen the movie that we reviewed with him in it? I have not. Okay, Valentine's Day is pretty good. It's it's a slasher, so you won't like it. But um, I thought he was amazing. I've heard he's amazing in it, though. He's amazing in it. And it was... <sighs> the one thing that I bring up is that he did not play the actual slasher in the film. He is the slasher, like... That's who the, that's the big spoiler of that movie is that he right. is the killer. You don't think that he is because that's how good of an actor he is. You don't realize it's him, you know. But right. another thing is, is I don't know who copied who. So the person that played the slasher, the way that he walked was Jensen Ackles, Dean Winchester walking. Okay. So I really think that the actor in the suit probably either learned to walk like him or Jensen learned how to walk like him. They looked identical to each other. I could okay. not tell that that was not, you know, Jensen Ackles in that suit. But at the end of that very podcast of discussing that episode, I revealed to the Reverend that I have not liked Jensen Ackles, as, not as an actor, as a person for some reason, for a very long time. And tell me if you disagree with me that I said I don't really have a good reason other than I get bad vibes from him. Um, so yes, you're wrong. <laughs> um, I, the problem is I listened to the segment yes. and wrote notes and now I can't remember what exactly I was writing notes in reference to. Oh no. <laughs> um, except that, uh, and I showed you this earlier. Yes. The, uh, I, I wrote, don't like Jensen Ackles and a very shocked face drawn next to it. Yes. Um, you were disgusted by Jensen Ackles? I don't know how. I don't, God, I don't remember using the word disgusted. I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if I did. Um, There's nothing disgusting about that man. No, I know because that, you know, you, you, you like him not only as an actor, but as a character and kind of as a person. Yes. And there's, and I, and I'm not going to ever like, Faulted you. I'm not going to be like, you have to feel the way that I feel because I'm, I don't know why 100% I feel the way that I feel. The vibes I get from how he is is that he's a good actor, but he's not really as good as a person as he puts himself out to be because actors have to act a certain way, be a certain way for the public to perceive them as something. And mm -hmm. I feel like it's an act. I don't really care. Like I said, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. Um, so I, I'm gonna have to slightly agree with you on that point. Uh, <clears> one <throat> of the one of the things I put down because I think you, you had brought up how. Uh, 
because this was not long after Supernatural or the convention. Well, well, but oh, this okay. was not long after him and Jared Padalecki oh, yeah. had a bit of a blow up because Jared lost his shit on Twitter because he didn't know that because it had gotten leaked that yeah. Jensen was doing um, the Winchester show. Yes. And Jared didn't know anything about it and it got leaked. And mm-hmm. so he lost his shit mm-hmm. on Twitter. And so I think a lot of that discussion was going on about that. Mm-hmm. And one of the points you made was maybe they weren't as good of friends or as close as brothers as they portrayed mm-hmm. at the conventions and in media in general. Yeah. I don't think that's true. I really do think that they are very, very close. Um, you can't work with someone day in and day out on a show like that and have that kind of chemistry mm-hmm. and them not be that close. I mean, yeah. they both moved to Austin for God's sake so that they're like their kids go to school together. They, they hang out. It's off air and things like that. So yeah. yes, I do believe that they are as close as brothers, true friends and all of that jazz. However, shit happens. Yes. Even between brothers and sisters and family members, you know, shit happens. Misunderstandings happen. Oh, especially with family members. Exactly. I think, I think what you're picking up on is, and and I think this is something that it, whether he realized it or not, several years ago, at a convention, Jensen kind of let slip because Jared had overslept and he was going to be late for a panel. And so Jensen was downstairs eating breakfast and they were like, hey, where's Jared? And he's like, oh, crap, I bet he overslept, blah, blah, blah. So he gets up and goes to Jared's room, knocks on the door. Jared comes to the door and he says, you know, yo, man, what's up? And he was like, dude, we've got work. Yeah. You need to be at work in 30 minutes. Get your shit together. Let's go. Yeah. So, yes, I believe that Jensen is probably playing it up a little bit because he's at work. Yes. It's kind of like we've talked about on our previous shows, on the Rayman shows, like depending on what show you're on or what you're doing, you are playing up a bit of your character. Yeah. There's an online character. There's stuff that I put on this show that I don't put on other shows. There's stuff that I put on Rain Man that I wouldn't act any other way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think he is coming at it as I am at work, mm-hmm. right? Because he is getting paid to be there. So I appreciate that he considers it work. Yes. But I think that's why you are feeling the slightly off vibes Mm -hmm. because I think as as much as it is work they do reveal a lot about themselves to their fans at these conventions yes but they but they have to toe a line about not not sharing too much understandably no I went and I wouldn't expect that from him um the one thing I can only think of that because obviously I've seen him in person 
and I've seen him. I watched a lot of panels before I even considered ever going to a convention. Right. Is I feel like there's a smugness to him, and there's nothing wrong with that. People have that, it, you know. It's not even a resting bitch face because he's got a handsome face, you know. It's there's there's just, a bit of a swagger to him. Uh, yeah, I guess some people would call that swagger. I feel like there's a a smugness or a greatness, you know. A I don't know that fake superhero. I don't know. And again, it's all acting and everything, but I'm just like, I, de- I don't know. Something about him threw me off at some point, And it was obviously before the whole, you know, him not oh, telling yeah. Jared deal. And I, I, I held it in for a long time because I'm like, if I say this, I'll never, I'll never have a career now after this. <laughs> in any kind of entertainment, you did. You said what about Jensen? The supernatural community would come after me. You know what, though? I don't think it would be as bad as if you said something about Jared Padalecki, yeah. which I'm about to do. Yeah, because I know you don't like, I know you don't like J-Pad. No, no, no. Well. Oh, well, you've expressed it. You don't like him as much as you like Jensen, and I don't like Jensen as much as I like Jared. I'm a moose squirrel. We've discussed this before. Yes, you're a moose knuck- knuckle. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Dirty whore. No. See, and what's what's funny, though, is what I don't like about Jared is how emotional he is. Yeah. And I know that probably sounds weird coming from a girl because. No, most, it isn't. Because that's no, how we are. That's what I was going to say. We don't want our men like that. Like, oh, I wish he would be more in touch with his feelings. No. 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 <laughs> no, I don't. No. I mean, I want you to tell me how you're feeling. Like, yeah. Have a conversation about it so that we can talk about it and deal with it. Why are you crying? Yeah, don't cry. <laughs> that's that's my job. You know? Be a man. Be fucking suck it up. <laughs> there are people watching you. Be a man. Look, go to therapy. Cry yes. to your therapist. Cry to your wife. Don't cry to me. Yeah. I am 100% with you on that. I'm going to I'm going to give you that. So, if if that's my one complaint about Jared, that would be what it is. Really, that's it? I feel like you would have more complaints. But no, I I'm with you. That is definitely my complaint about Jared. I don't like that. I do want no. him to be a man, you know. Yeah. Now, his emotion over the situation with what happened with Jensen not telling him about the project. Um I loved that. If he was oh, crying, girl, I don't want to talk about drama. Yeah. Uh, spill the tea. And now uh, I, I didn't love it for them, obviously. No. Um, no. But what I loved about it, again, if he was crying, don't love that. But I don't remember him crying over it. I do remember him being very upset about it. And people are like, you can't do that. You can't show those feelings. I was like, you know what? That makes me feel like I know him more as a person than... If he had just made some generic statement of, oh, I'm, you know, he let his true feelings come out and then he got called on it. And then he had to he had to do what the rest of us would do and be like, look, I was out of touch. I fucking came out of pocket. My bad. I'm sorry that I'm not sorry. (laughs) Well, that that was my whole issue with that thing that happened on Twitter. Yeah. Is because. My problem with that was instead of, and and personally, this, I think this tells me a lot about Jared Yeah, as a person that instead of picking up the phone and texting that, he could have said the same exact thing to Jensen. Yeah. But 
if he had said it to Jensen and they could have figured it out over text, over a phone call, over whatever. But instead, he blasted him publicly in the media. I love it. And <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, the juicy gossip. Not because it was, was juicy gossip. It's because I feel like it was a return for what he had found out. He had found out through entertainment. Who the fuck is behind you? There's a tall person behind you. That was that was that was the son, the baby boy. Come here, you can the say little hello. baby. Hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. She's like, bye. Oh, yeah. he gives forehead yeah. kisses. He does. He's a good boy. Anyways, uh, yeah, I loved it because it was like we get to see this person as a real, an unhinged, real person having true emotions and not doing what the actor would do because Jensen would never. No, he would not. But then again, Jensen doesn't like social media. That's true. And it's so funny is that Jared is literally the bigger guy, but he was not the bigger guy. And he was not the bigger person. No, <laughs> He's he was so not. much taller than Jensen, and he was not the bigger person. Um, no, I loved it because, like I said, it just made me feel like, hey, that's a real fucking person <laughs> responding how yeah, I mean, I'll, a motherfucker I'll give would. You that. That was that was full on, in my opinion, he probably heard the news and picked up his phone. I bet you he cried. Like, that was fresh and... Do you think he cried? No, because okay. <laughs> well, maybe later, maybe later, because I think, I think he was drunk. Oh yeah. And that's a bad, that's a, that's an issue he has too. And so that's why it came out as anger. Yeah. And then probably he sobered up. Yeah. And was like, I have fucked up. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I know Jared has the, he has a campaign, it gets better. No, 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 that's the gay campaign, isn't it? Um, he has some kind always of, keep fighting? Yes, I think so. That's it. I should know these things. I'm not a huge, look at I, I'm a moose girl, but I'm not like the biggest fan where I'm following all this stuff. Because I've seen oh, a lot baby. of the, I see a lot of the fans following that and they're just like, uh, I, I, I hope that the ones, it's uh, that it does sincerely help people, you know, yes. one, but two, I don't know. Some of the things I've seen from the fans, it's like, I don't know. I, I, I Maybe I'm just a dead person on the inside, you know? So, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, again, hoping that it actually does help people, but I don't know how much. I didn't realize how much fucking, like, drama he has within himself, how many demons he fights and everything. He's also a violent person. There's a podcast yeah. that uh, the Reverend and I listen to called Inside of You, and he's been on it a few times, as well as a Jer Jensen, which, by the way, 13 out of 10, I recommend go check out Inside of You. Find Jensen's um, episodes, some of my favorite. Yeah. Jensen's, by far, are in my top five of favorites and of that podcast. So, right. again, I don't hate Jensen. I just, like I said, bad juju. There's something, and one day I'm going to figure out what it is. <laughs> well, th talking about one day figuring things out, Bob Iger. Ah, yes. So, I have an article here from MSN.com. Bob Iger finally admits what many fans have been saying for months. Disney's theme park hikes were, quote, too aggressive. They are. 
They are. It's insane. Well, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Wait, question. Have you been um, to any of them? Have I what? Have there you been to any of the Disney parks? Obviously, you've not been to the California one. Um, let's see. Uh, no, because I went to Universal. Oh, good for you. That's where the real yeah. fun is at. <laughs> yeah, I I had wanted to go to Disney and even, what, like six years ago? Mm-hmm. I couldn't fucking afford it then. And I, we had, it was a two-income household. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's what this is. This is from Cinema Blend. It says, a vacation at Walt Disney World or Disneyland. And I got to tell you, I don't know which one is which. What do you have in California? I have Disneyland. Okay. Um, so we are on the East coast, so we would have had Walt Disney world. Uh, but anyway, a vacation there has never been an experience that anybody could call cheap, but in the last couple of years, prices have skyrocketed, mm-hmm. um, from the addition of new added costs like genie plus replacing the previously free fast pass to a massive across-the-board price increase on nearly everything at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Prices have been growing at a faster rate than ever before. That's like when they came out with the Star Wars section and the hotel. I mean, when they announced it, you know, we're big Star Wars fans, and I was like, oh, my God, we've got to go and stay. That'd be amazing. And even when I found out how much it would cost to build a lightsaber, I was like, well, that under." I mean, I can kind of understand for what you get, kind of a thing. No, you can't. But when I found out how much it, w- when I found out how much it would cost to just stay, oh yeah, I was like, they have lost their minds. They have lost their minds. They have. You know, the hubby and I stay. It's funny because okay, the, if I'm completely honest with you, and you have been a recipient of being able to stay at one of our timeshare condos. Um, yes. they're nice. It was a mistake buying that. Um, And I'll get into that into another podcast. But we bought that when we were young. We didn't quite have kids yet. We were fortunate to pay it off before it got too wild. The fees every year go up. So even though our loan is paid off and we, quotation mark, own our timeshare, which has nothing to do with Disney, but I'll lead into that. uh, The monthly fees to keep maintaining it and everything go up. And it's not something we want to pass down to our kids. Um, So the only reason I am able to... Make a trip to Disneyland, which, by the way, I don't prefer to go to Disney. I prefer Universal. Yeah. Um, so when you see me go to Disney, as I have recently, and you're like, why the fuck would you do that? You don't even like Disney. Well, I have a timeshare, so I don't have to worry about the cost of the hotel. Right. So there's that. And that saves more than half. Because we stayed at the Disneyland Hotel one time. We did not pay. Uh, Toyota paid for us. Once-in-a-lifetime right. situation. And it's funny because the hubby hates Disneyland. But if, <laughs> if Toyota's going to pay and he we're knows his, his family's going to have a great time, we're going. They paid for our tickets. Right. They paid for our hotel. Um, would not pay. Now that I've stayed there, and I know what it's like, and it's nice. Don't get me wrong. If you're a crazy fan that thinks you have to spend that kind of money, fucking go off, I guess. Right. But there are so many better options Yes. Than what we had. The only thing magical about our hotel room was the fact that it had a headboard that played a dream that you wish may come true when if oh you press a God. button and it lit up and it was so cute. But at the same time, it's like, 
I'm going to Was fuck. this worth it? Yeah. Like, right. I'm right. not going to pay the $600 a night to stay in this basic ass room, you know, when I can have a two to three bedroom condo down the street for yep. less, you know. Yep. Uh, California is also very expensive. So there's that. Um, well, this says, uh, it turns out even Disney CEO Bob Iger thinks the parks are getting too expensive. Speaking at the Morgan Stanley Technology Media and Telecom Conference, former and current Walt Disney Company CEO Bob Iger, okay, that's hilarious that yeah. they say that he was former and current, yeah. uh, admitted that the price increases at Disney parks had become too aggressive. The CEO said that he felt that accessibility was important in the parks. And while he also understands the importance of profitability, he believes Disney can be smarter about how it balances these two things. Yes, yeah. because Disney is finding out that, okay, you want to be profitable, so you raise the prices. But guess what? There's going to come a point where people can't pay those fucking prices. Yeah. And so you are no longer going to be profitable yet again. I'm going to say something, and it's going to sound like I'm a bad person, and you can feel that way if you want to, anyone who's <laughs> listening. But back in a couple years ago, we'll say 2019, I think it was the last time we went before, oh, 2018 or something, whatever, before, you know, the prices are what they are now. Uh-huh. And my husband had said, I don't mind Disney being the price that it is at that time, mind you. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it keeps the ghetto out. Okay. So from that perspective, now, when I say the ghetto, we have a hard time affording Disney. We have to save for a long time. Yes. A credit card is going to be maxed out, and then we have to spend a couple years paying it off to be able to take another trip again. That's that's, that's right. just how it is. We're not rich by any means. Right. Or we have to work a lot of overtime. I had to work a second job. To afford the tickets I got to Universal last year. Right. So just so that we're clear, I'm not being a stubborn, snobby, stuck-up person, but there is a quality of person at Disney that you hope to see because... They can afford to be there. Yeah, they can afford to... Yes, they can afford to be there. Um, versus someone who can afford... And even Universal is expensive, so there's that. But versus the person who can afford to go to Knott's Berry Farm or Great America or Six Flags, whatever Six you flags. guys have in your area. I love Six Flags yep. again. You know, um, the, 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 those are definitely my people in real life. <laughs> but yeah, so... And my husband's not wrong. Uh, no, he's not. But that may, that brings up an interesting point. So who, by raising the prices, was that also a thought that Disney had? Mm, I don't think so, because I feel like somehow, some way, again, making me sound like a bad person, I'm going to say the quiet part out loud, is even though these prices have skyrocketed, it feels like there's less people going. So I don't know if there is... Maybe some kind of special deal somebody got or there's some private shit going on with lower income people. But we're starting to see some ghetto ass people at Disney now. Fights are breaking out at Disneyland. That never happened before. That was never a thing. Now, granted, their security and their Disneyland jail, which is underneath Disneyland. Right. It's going to it's going to disappear faster than it showed up. So there's that. What do you mean by that? Uh, if, if you're going to start fist fighting at Disneyland, you're going to disappear. Oh, yes. And I don't yes, know if yes, those yes. people ever re- reappear again. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> Disneyland legit has its own jail underground. 
Right, yeah. So, you know, and I'm sure Disney World has it, too. So I, I, I've never seen it, never been. Uh, be kind of cool. Thankfully. <laughs> You're like, thankfully. I'm like, I mean, it'd be kind of nice. Uh, can I get a private tour? No, that's never going to happen. But uh, so, but the prices now, now they're weeding out the people that could barely afford it in the first place. That right. were not causing problems. A.K.A., you know, the middle class, like us. Yeah. And you. Well, I, I don't know. I just think it comes down to. Here's a question I have for you. Mm -hmm. Do you think that. Okay. Now, I do not know the timelines of, of all of this business. Mm -hmm. But wouldn't it be interesting to know if they raise the prices at Disneyland and Walt Disney World to cover their investments of, say, buying Marvel. Oh, yeah, 100%. And to cover, like, costs from Disney Plus and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Because the markup on the merchandise and the tickets and the hotel and the food and the drinks and all of that bullshit mm -hmm. is so astronomical. I think they were thinking that people like the hardcore fans mm -hmm. would still eat it. Mm -hmm. And I think they found out that no, yeah. like some of them will, some of them will, but for the most part, they lost a huge chunk of people at these parks. And I think they've realized that it's a mistake. Yeah. They fucked around and found out for sure. Um, I will defend Disney on one thing and one thing only, maybe two if you want to count them two separate things. The food and drink is actually pretty goddamn affordable, especially okay. for the quality of food you're going to get. I don't care if it's a corn dog. I don't care if it's a chimichanga. I don't care. I, I love the micheladas at Disney. They are the mm -hmm. number one michelada I've ever had, and I have been to so many Mexican restaurants to try a michelada. My preference is Disney. I finally found a restaurant nearby that, that rivals them. Um, oh, nice. That I don't have to ever think about Disneyland micheladas ever again. Because <laughs> if I don't have to go to Disneyland again, I I, I could live my whole life. Right. You know? But, yeah. And, and you got to remember, the quality of food they are serving you is so insanely amazing. That if you're paying $15 for a taco plate, which is, I think, about what we played for a taco plate. Uh-huh. It is four or five-star restaurant quality. Okay, that's good to know. The presentation is good. The food is delicious. You're ne And if you are not happy with what you got at Disney, they will remake it and they will remake it amazing. Or they'll give you something different. So you're going to get the quality there. The drinks, the cocktails, they're fucking amazing. The quantity okay. of food they give you. You know, and like when you're getting something basic like a corn dog or a chimichanga or a we got a breakfast chimichanga or you're getting corn on the cob or something like that you're paying roughly around five to six dollars. Less than what you'll pay right. at Six Flags or a fair or something like that. So that's the only oh, thing I will defend. And the food has not raised in price that you've know that I've noticed in terms of having gone back in 2018, then I went again in 2021, and then I went again recently. The food prices really have not changed. However, yes, ticket prices, fucking stupid. I don't yeah. even want to know what the hotels are running. And when you do get a quotation mark deal on a hotel, it's when there's so much construction going on at that hotel or there's so much construction going on at Disney, you don't even get to enjoy the full experience. Wow, that blows. Yes. And I don't know if you've known this. I've been hearing all about it on TikTok, of course. 
how <laughs> Disney World has been empty, which Reverend, by the way, says that's the best time to go is when it's empty. Yes. Yes. I so, do know that. And now you've raised all these prices and now you've you've priced out a huge part of your market. Yes. Now you're losing more money on top of all the money you're losing on these shit movies that you're putting out. Yep. Because of the marketing you're putting into them like, oh, this is going to be the best movie ever. No, it's not. If it were going to be that good of a movie, you wouldn't have to advertise it as hardcore as you have been. Well, and not only that, <coughs> um, uh, sorry, brain fart. It's okay. Never mind. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, there, very few I can defend. Very few things I could defend Disney on. Uh, one other good thing that makes it worth going, if you're going to go, because I really do think people should try to experience one. Not if they can't afford it, because obviously this is it's getting less and less of a goal that you can reach. You know, a dream that you wish may come true. How many people are wishing they can go afford fucking going to Disneyland at this point? Disneyland, you're yeah. making it impossible for these people to believe in what you're selling, you know? Yes. But exactly. the magic that happens at Disney, they have perfected it. Yeah. They, they they're good. They're they're good at what they do. They're good at what they what they sell you. Uh they could have a cult for sure. And I see why people are like huge Disney adults. I don't understand that myself. I've never been a cult follower. Clearly, you saw me at the Supernatural convention. Me and you were like, I mean, we're fans, but we're not fan fans, you know? No, look, we are, we're even super fans. Yeah. We're not stands. Yeah, for sure. That's the difference. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, sad about it. Do you think Disney will even consider making it a little bit more affordable? I think they have to after he came out yeah. and and said this I I think they have to. Well, there's a there's a there's a checks and balances of it. You've raised the prices expecting well the people who can afford it will come and will profit from it, but now you're seeing less crowds. Right. It's going to happen. Now you got your season pass holders or magic key holders whatever the fuck you call them. Right. They get so many perks that they don't have to spend money every time they go there. Right. You know, for who could have afforded it or whatever like that. I know uh, Candy got a pass. Her mommy bought it for her, though, so completely different. She can't yeah. afford to go as often as she's going or wants to go. Um, but if you lower the cost even just a little bit, you're going to be able to get more of those people in, you yep. know, that you wanted. And also, um, I don't know. I don't know if you've heard this about Disney, but they're some of the lowest paying, one of the lowest paying companies, like, especially wow. here in California, there's people who can't work there and afford a place to live. So some of them be living in their cars. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And their home is basically Disneyland. Like obviously they're going to, Disneyland's going to provide them food. Disneyland's going to provide them a place to shower. Disneyland's going to, you know, so nobody ever knows. Uh, you right. would never know, but it's like, okay, so all this money and you, you're having a hard time providing the good experience that you used to be able to provide because you can't keep your employees happy. They're, it's not the same experience as it was a couple years ago, honestly. I mean, it's still great. Right. It's gotten better for sure because 2021 was fucking horrible, but that was right oh, after yeah. COVID, you Absolutely. know, or in the midst of COVID still. So that's my opinion on the situation. Well, I I think 
I think they just need to get back in touch with who pays their bills. Oh, yeah. Which is the people that go to the parks and buy the tickets. and But see, I think Disney needs to get in, back into touch with who pays their bills just in general. Yeah. Like even their movies and yeah. stuff like that. I think they really, they really need to get that figured out. So somebody who really seems to have figured out who they're, who's paying their bills, at least for Elon Musk, <laughs> is Twitter, or should I now say X? X? <laughs> have you seen this? No, not until you sent it to me. And I'm like, I had no fucking idea about this. <laughs> Twitter has officially rebranded to X after owner Elon Musk changed its iconic bird logo Monday. And this is from NBC News. Uh, marking the latest major shift since his takeover of the social media platform. Look. Elon. I don't know who did this marketing, but I don't like it. I loved the name Twitter. I loved the logo. I loved the fact that you called them tweets like it's all adorable and cute and i think it works together yeah so now what are we gonna are we are we gonna be calling we're sending x's yeah like what what the heck so uh it said the website uh twitter.com remained live and branding on the app version of the platform did not appear to change as of early monday uh, Twitter's world-renowned bird logo was transformed into an X, however. Early Sunday, Musk posted a short video of a flickering X. Asked if the logo would change in a Twitter Spaces audio chat, he said yes, telling an unknown speaker, quote, we're cutting the Twitter logo off the building with blowtorches. Oh, my God. That is so crazy. Uh, early Monday, Musk tweeted an image of the X branding. Ooh beamed across Twitter's headquarters. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. But, uh, so Musk tweeted Sunday that the idea of changing the logo to X was to, quote, embody the imperfections in all, uh, imperfections in us all that make us new yeet, new unique. <laughs> You're tired. You can tell it's getting late. Uh, and, as soon, and soon we shall bid adieu to the Twitter brand and gradually all the birds, he Damn. wrote. Um, Do you think this is going to be any kind? you think this is going to wreck Twitter in any way? It didn't go very well for, for, for Facebook when they, quotation mark, went to meta. No, and I don't know anybody that actually calls Facebook meta. No, no one calls it that. Like, I know when my kids are playing um, on their uh, Oculus, which is called MetaQuest now, which oh we already bought it when it was an Oculus. What are you going to do? Change the logo on the side of the fucking, like, here, <sighs> take the sticker and place it over where it says Oculus, you know? But it's basically called MetaQuest, which is it's stupid. Nobody calls it that. So let's see. Um... Blah, blah, blah. See, I don't think changing it to X, I don't know. I don't know. It's so hard. People are still going to, people are going to call it Twitter for forever. That's true. Um, 
so I'm reading more of this article, and this is not the biggest thing. Uh, The social media company also recently announced that it was limiting the number of daily direct messages unverified users can send in what it said is part of an effort to reduce spam. No, they just want you to pay $8. Yeah, that's true. To get verified. Uh, That went into effect on Friday. Yep. If users want to increase the number of daily messages allowed, they will have to join the subscription service launched last year. I mean, I don't, I don't, Twitter's not, it's not a vibe to me. I think it's so toxic, which actually I found out my daughter was on Twitter recently. I got to talk to her about that because I was like, "Mm, mm." I didn't let her, I didn't let her have Snapchat. So definitely not going to let her have Twitter. No, Twitter is the cesspool of the internet. I mean, yeah. well, yet another cesspool. Um, so this says the latest changes come as the social media giant continues to face competition from Meta's new app, Threads. Let me tell you. What the fuck is Threads? What? It, what it, wh- you where? haven't heard about that? No, what the fuck is this? Fucking Zuckerberg making his version of Twitter, except he called it Threads. Oh, shut the fuck up. Absolutely not. Here's the thing, though. Like, when people thought, it's like, oh, this is just a a different version of Twitter. Let's all jump on threads. Um, Because it it was supposed to be nicer, a nicer version of Twitter, right? Yeah. So, so many liberals and leftists were jumping on threads. Like, woohoo, this is going to be great. Well, come to find out, it's connected to your Instagram account. Okay. Okay. Which is also... Facebook, a.k.a. Meta. Right. Okay. But here's the thing. Once you sign up for threads, you cannot delete your account unless you delete your Instagram account. Oh, okay. So you're locked in, basically. It is so intrinsically connected that you can't, you have to have both. Yeah, which is, which is dumb because... I noticed recently that if I change my username on or my profile name on Instagram, it changes it on Facebook. Yeah. And I don't I don't like that. Here's something that I didn't. Yeah, because I had to go into my settings because there's some things that I put on Instagram that I don't put on Facebook. One hundred percent on Facebook that I don't put on Instagram. A bitch is trying to make money. No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Uh, hashtag feet pics. Yeah. Um, but in one of the updates or something, I posted something on Instagram. It automatically went to Facebook. And I was like, uh, excuse me, what the hell? So I had to go back into my settings and like change stuff so that it didn't automatically post to Facebook. Yes. 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 I remember that being a thing. Not so much for you, but for myself, you know? Right. So I think it looks like um, while Zuckerberg is trying to make another Twitter, it looks like Musk is trying to make Twitter into an everything app. Yeah. Right? So I think think he's doing a, a good job of... The community notes. Yeah. Right? I love those. Oh, those are great. Um, I 
what else did he do the other day that I thought was great? Oh, the Twitter spaces. That's cool. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, so I don't think Twitter is going away. I yeah. don't know that I like the name change. I mean, like, why I, am I, I even worried about it? I don't even use he was, Twitter. He's trying to turn Twitter into something else. Yeah. I, I like, but I mean, you gotta, I mean, name recognition is a huge thing. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll have to see, you know, what happens over time. I'm laughing because I'm reading about, uh, what is it called? Threads. And they're just like, they're trying to make it this big thing. This is MSNBC News. And it's like within just seven hours of its launch, Threads had attracted at least 10 million signups, including a growing number of celebrities. I wonder if they have blue marks already, if that's a thing on it. Um, A spokesperson said Jennifer Lopez, Shakira, Gordon Ramsay, Tom Brady, and Coldplay were among those to sign up for the app early on. All they're doing is placeholding. Yeah. Exactly. That's all they're doing. Is they're just jumping on there to make sure that if this becomes a thing that people actually use, that they have their username that they want. Oh, okay. Well, good for you. Let's let's move on to the next. Say what now? I said, let's, oh, I can't read the next one. My, the article, I, I I have reached my goal, my, well, you're Um, on the, the AI one. Oh, wait, no, okay, let yeah. me in. So, Just kidding. It, let me in. No, we're about to roll into that because yeah. this this paragraph here. So, uh, okay, so Twitter CEO Linda Yaccarino okay. said in a series of posts that the rebrand is the start of a move to push the app in new directions, right? They're, yes. She's trying to, they're trying to turn it into an everything app, okay? Okay. So, but I'm going to use this to roll into our next segue into our next article x is the future quote x is the future state of unlimited interactivity centered in audio video messaging payments slash banking and i like that yeah creating a global marketplace for ideas goods services and opportunities she wrote quote powered by ai x will connect us all in ways that we're just beginning to imagine so this is also this is also the the guy that says that maybe we should take a break on AI is now his platform is going to use AI Skynet. Ugh. Well, speaking of AI, I found this article. Let's see if I can actually read the whole thing. Holy shit, I think I can. Um This is from the New York Times. Google tests AI tool that is able to write news articles. Yeah, I'm not surprised. What? I'm not surprised. Google already has driving cars, self-driving cars. AI writes news articles? I'm I'm not surprised. You know what? Um, We actually, (laughs) I'm not, not thrilled about this. Particularly, no, this means this means journalism is dead. Oh, one hundred percent means journalism is dead. Uh, at work, which is scary, they use I forget what the app is called, where you can put in a few keywords and it writes something for you. 
What Chat GPT? Yes, they used okay. Chat GPT to write a customer letter, uh, a letter to a customer in regards to something uh, not so much legal, but definitely it was an important letter, and it did an amazing job. Yeah, but journalism. I, I yeah, okay, but Daphne, what has journalism become though? Yeah, but this will literally kill it. The tiny bit of journalism that we have, it will kill it. Okay, will it or will there be sources we can go to, private sources you can go to that will be like, I don't agree with Google or MSN and we have to subscribe to those though because they're independent and they don't have the platform that these people do have. Okay, all right. That is a very good point. Let me put it this way. This will kill legacy media oh yeah 100 percent. right okay so this is th this is the tagline the product pitched as a helpmate for journalists helpmate <laughs> help you get out of this job right look we have actors on or we have writers on strike because of ai and yet they're trying to make journalists use ai to write fucking articles anyway okay we're gonna go the product, pitched as a helpmate for journalists, has been demonstrated for executives at the New York Times, the Washington Post, and News Corp, which owns the Wall Street Journal. Nah, eh, fuck the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, kidding, not kidding, but... Uh... but these are supposed to be... These are supposed to be the places, the news places that yeah. we go to for information. So AI at this point can only spit out what's on the internet. Yeah. Or so, whatever. Well, I feel like to a degree there's, yeah, you're right, whatever's on the internet. But at what point does it get, well, I guess all all news articles are still repetitive because it's still like, oh, this person posted this. I'm going to post a different version of it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sure that's how AI will work. But I feel like you still need at least, well, bare bone minimum someone to put in keywords. And that's it. So what, I tell you what, I but don't journalism understand why journalists are not furious over this. Because... Think about self self checkouts. Yes. Oh, we're gonna try out this new technology, and now we're down to two real people running cash registers, and now you have most of your cash registers a self checkout that just has one person standing there to make sure you steal don't don't steal, steal stuff. something. Yeah, which is so you're gonna end up with whole newsrooms empty of except for a couple of people who are doing exactly what you just said, yeah. which is typing in keywords, exactly. outfits an article, and publish. God, and how much will that person get paid? Probably like pennies on Nothing. the dollar. Yeah. They but will get paid minimum wage. It's so funny you mentioned that about the cash registers because I feel like we, we primarily shop at Walmart because um, we're not snobs here. But, <laughs> but um, we primarily shop at Walmart, and it has always been a running joke about how Walmart will have all these cash registers open and only two cashiers. So in our version of reality right now, nothing has changed as the, at the Walmart except now there are more cash registers for us to access I used to be a cashier, so I feel like I'm benefited from that. But I can see how at other mainstream places like your, well, me and you have different stores. We live in different parts of the world, <laughs> almost. Right. Um, 
But like, you know, your Rayleigh's, your Safeway, your uh, whatever the hell. Wise, Wegman. What? No, I'm just kidding. Publix. What are those? Publix. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hear about Publix. And I'm like, are we supposed to get one out here? I hear Publix is amazing. And I don't Publix know. Publix is amazing. Uh, how do you spell Publix real quick? P-U-B-L-I-X. Okay. I just want to see. We're supposed to be getting one. It says that we have one literally in the city nearest me. What the fuck is Publix? <laughs> is, is it a grocery store? Yes. Allegedly, we have one. Uh, you need to go find it. Hold on. I'm, I'm looking right now. I'm going to put... It, it's looking at... Anyways, you, you can continue on. I'm just... I've heard about Publix, so... Okay. Well... So here's the last thing I want to I want to bring up about uh, this article, and I guess so. I guess this was like a secret pitch, and everybody that's talking about this are talking about or talking in terms of anonymity. Like nobody wants to be like the the whistleblower. They don't want to put their name out there. Yeah. So some executives who saw Google's pitch described it as unsettling, asking not to be identified discussing a confidential matter. Two people said it seemed to take for granted the effort that went into producing accurate and artful news stories. Dear God, I hope they say to this. Yeah. Hold on. Moving out of this. There it goes. Um, this is, this is so, this is not good. It's not. Um, have you, have you been seeing some of the TikToks in reference to this? I haven't. I just saw this news article earlier today and was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, because, uh, I was, in fact, I've shared a few of them with Reverend and basically, well, are you getting that the side that he's on is slightly different than how you and I are kind of feeling about it? No. Okay. He thinks it's a good idea? About what? AI? No, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I I, I, I must be looking at a different article now. I think I closed the one that we were on. AI, no, he doesn't. Never mind. We're all on the same page then. I had moved on. I'm sorry. I had accidentally, unintendedly moved on to uh, the writers and actors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because we were going to use, yeah, we were going to segue into this other one. Well, AI segues into that. Okay, so we are all on the same page on AI that we do not think it's a great idea at all. No, no, not at all. And I'm going to go back real quick to what I was saying in terms of the people at my work using it. I was like, guys, don't. Like, (laughs) look, for form letters, letters that have templates, like, look, I, when I worked an office job, I had letters that all I had to do was change the date. Yeah, that's true. To, and certain things like that. Okay, that's fine. Like, we all have templates. We all have form letters. That's true. Okay. Okay, that's fine. For an actual book or news article or script. That's ridiculous. No, I can't. I can't get on board with that. But it brings me back to the Skynet again. And my husband has talked about this multiple times on lean into it and he says whether we are ready for it or not it is the future 
Absolutely. And the thing that and sucks about it for you and I is that we have experienced a world without technology so much, at least not yep. to the degree that it is now. The technology has always been there, but we, we got were to around before the internet. Yes. We grew up with the internet. Thankfully, social media wasn't that big of a thing until mm-hmm. we got out of our stupid years. So oh, my God. Did we skate by? Woo! Right? Cool. But yeah, he said it's happening. Oh, no. See, and that's the scary thing. Yeah. Not only is it happening, I I feel like it's happening faster than we're ready for. We're not going to be able to slow it down. And it's scary. We are constantly going to play catch up and it's going to bite us in the ass. Yeah. AI and then at what point when does it become I don't know like we talk about the sex robots you know we've joked about that before things like that you know when are humans going to be replaced well that's one of the things that the writers are fussing out with um the the writer's strike yeah is um so first streaming pay yes and then uh, Artificial intelligence, AI, chat GPT, open source AI, all of those things are, are what they're having an issue with. First of all, I don't really care about the strike. Yeah, I kind of but, do a little, but not well, a Well, t- I, I do a little bit. Yeah. Right? But, but not really. Yeah. N- not right now, you know? Not enough that I'm going to be, like, posting shit on social media about it. Oh, I'm definitely, yeah. I mean, I'm actually, I feel like I've aged out of that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, where I I care. Don't get me wrong. There's things I care about, but I'm not going to post about it. I talk about to the people that know, I know that if, aka the Scooby gang, I know that even if you guys don't agree with me, it's going to be a, a good conversation about, I don't agree with you and this is why. Which is why right. I ask, give me your opinion especially when it came to Jensen, because I was like, I know you don't agree with me. <laughs> it's not about I want to debate a debate or argue. I want right. to hear the difference of opinion to help me understand why the I different feel the points way, of view. different points of view, why I feel the way I feel, why the, you feel the way you feel, et cetera. Um, right. Well, and, and in my opinion, I think that's one of the best ways to know what you know and why you know it yes. is to be able to come up against somebody who doesn't agree with you and then they force you to make those points and give those reasons and make sure that you have a coherent thought process because otherwise, you know, you just, you don't know, you're just repeating somebody else's opinion. It's a very human thing to do in a world that is being consumed by technology way faster than we have access to and I feel so bad because your son and my children and Donnie G's children are going to have to swim against the current yes ma'am uh and hopefully can stay afloat yeah with it keep their head above the water yeah yeah and just like I tell you what I tell you what in 20 years our kids are going to be saying the same thing about AI. Oh yeah. That we are now saying about social media when we were 20 years old. You know, be like, Oh my God, I'm so glad that that wasn't around. Yeah. When I was growing up. And that's what our kids are going to be saying in 20 years. Yeah. They're going to be saying, I'm so glad that this was not a thing when I was 14, 15, 20, whatever. Yeah. 
because they're then going to have to be, they're going to be watching their kids have to deal with this. Yes. Now, speaking of humans and segueing into the writers and actors that are on strike right now, I'm going to give my opinion on why I do kind of feel for them um, and okay. also why I don't care because I agree with Reverend on the reasons why he doesn't care. He is 100% right. Um, yeah. In the points that he, he has made. Not, he could give less than two shits. He does not care at all. I will tell you today where I was able to get him to give a shit. Not because I'm like, you have to care by any means. Right, right. But, we, I but had, again, having those conversations. Yes. Um, so I shared a ticky tack with him, of course. Always <laughs> a TikTok. Um, and he had agreed that... What okay, so we had a show that we had discussed on um Death Holler podcast called The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and one yes. of our favorite actors played Lucifer on that episode. That actor is hilarious. He is a comedian on TikTok, he's verified on TikTok. He um he teaches uh I guess he's like a almost like an instructor, you know, workout instructor of sorts. I'm okay. pretty sure at a nice prestigious gym. Because he has to have a job on top of working on a big show. Yeah. Because it doesn't pay. And not only does it not pay while during the residuals. So, And we're talking about high-end actors and actresses like Rosario Dawson. Right. Getting residual checks that over a span of X amount of episodes of something that was put out. Or a big movie that came out. They're getting like anywhere from three cents to $36? Yeah. And this is also one of the things that they are kind of complaining about with where the money is being distributed. It's going past the writers and the actors, and it's moving straight to the higher up and the execs that are just saying, this is this and that is that. Right. I saw a TikTok of Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg a dog. Given his opinion on it, right? Yes. And he said that it was the same thing that happened with musicians. Yes. When music started streaming. Yes. Because it used to be you had hard numbers with how many CDs were sold, how many yes. albums were sold, whatever, whatever. Then started streaming and you couldn't get hard numbers. So you had to rely on the fact that the studio or the recording studio was actually telling you the truth. And they had a major issue. And I like, that's a thing. Yeah. They, there's no way for them. Yeah. When he brought that up for streaming, I was like, all right, they, they've got a point because what is, is it Netflix? No, not Netflix. Is it Amazon? Mm -hmm. I don't know. One of the big companies, will not release their numbers. Oh, all probably Amazon. Is, probably. But all they'll say is, yes, this is number one. This is top trending. This yeah. is blah, 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 blah. But they won't actually tell you how many streams. Yeah. Right? Which, oh, my God. And even in freaking TV, they have numbers that come out every week this episode had this many viewers and this episode had this many viewers and these streaming platforms not doing 
That means not getting paid for their streaming. Yeah. And these are shows and that will be on Amazon, Netflix, Hulu for months and years. Like Supernatural is still yes. on Netflix. Yes, it is. And you know and the fan base was, is there. Yes. And you not only did that show go on for 15 seasons, but it's been over for how many years now? And it's still and it's on Netflix. still on Netflix. Because it's definitely one of those shows that's going to keep you coming back. People are going to rewatch it. People are going to discover it for the first time. Which actually, Absolutely. I'm glad you bring that up. Because it goes to show when an actor isn't getting their money from residuals or a film that they did, they have to do these panels and Comic-Cons and conventions that you and I paid Disneyland money for. Well, actually, no, our version of Disneyland money because we couldn't afford, you know, the now inflated. We we couldn't afford Disneyland. We we paid Universal Studios money. Yes, which is still good money, but (laughs) we couldn't afford Disney money. And that's even with having a room we didn't have to pay for. You know, but that being said, yeah, yeah, they, they, they have to do this. So they still maintaining, let's be honest, Jared and Jensen are not billionaires. They make good money, but they have to work every fucking day yeah. of their life to maintain a right. somewhat decent lifestyle of a, that an actor should be afforded. That right. has worked as hard as they have. In fact, I right. feel like they both work harder than they should have to to maintain that. Yes, absolutely. Because on top of any show or movie yeah. that they're they're filming and they're a part of, a lot, a lot of weekends yes. are spent at these conventions. Yes. Pretending you're a great person in front of a Freyna. Right. <laughs> Uh yeah, so um yeah, so, I'm fift- I'm so, on the fence on this whole thing. Like I I I understand where Reverend is coming from where like I don't give a fuck and these actors and the, the, I don't think big paid actors they're such the minority that yes. I don't give a fuck about them. So I am with you Reverend right. on that. It's the little people. Again, the key term is people. These are right. people whose general livelihoods if we ever a- attained a certain type of goal we would want to fight for this too. If the Reverend and I ever became so fucking serious about Death Holler that we were hoping to make any kind of living off of it, we would be out there not so much picketing because it has nothing to do with writing or anything, although Reverend puts a lot of fucking work into our notes. Right. But if if something like that was, we don't even try. The pool, the swimming pool is so fucking filled, we're just going to drown. We're just drowning. So... We don't well, look at look at Joe Rogan. Yeah. When he gathered up his toys and went over to Spotify. Oh man. It's because he was doing what was best for him so yes. that he could still get paid, do his job. Exactly. So we we get it, you know. I'm just saying that at the end of the day, your people that are people work so hard to attain a certain thing that when they can't when they're trying that hard and they're just not reaching it, at what point do you just like give up or you're just like you know what? fuck it i'm not gonna do this and i'm gonna riot that's what this is about you know right so. yeah so i i don't know a lot about the writers 
and the actors and stuff like that. But on streaming, I agree with them. And on AI, I agree with them. Yeah. Because let me tell you, we might be getting garbage for the most part. Yeah. With what's coming out. At least it's human garbage. And shows and stuff like that. But imagine what AI would spit out. Yeah. I mean, they would spend more time doing touch-ups and rewrites on the AI stuff than yeah. they ever would with what they do now with writing. We're building such a lazy generation. Everything that you and I have talked about today, it's a lazy generation. It's lazy dating. It's lazy yep. writing. It's lazy filming. It's yep. everything is just a lazy version of it. You were, oh my God, they talked about this weeks ago on Lean Into It, where they were talking about basically we're turning into what Wally. We're going to turn yeah. into those people. We're, we're on our, we're just all. Hey, look, I always joke that it's my goal. There's a comedian who said it. She's like, I want to become a circle with eyelashes. <laughs> well, here's what's going to happen. Elon Musk is going to do whatever he does to save the world. Okay. And build a spaceship that we're going to live on. Yes. And then, yes, load it up with AI, and we're going to turn into Wally. That's exactly what's going to happen. Oh, my God. Will That's it how of, it's going to happen. Will it get rid of my diabetes? No, because we'll all have diabetes. We'll just all no, be one exactly. of the same. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a pump on one side. <laughs> a feeding will, tube on the other. <laughs> and a feeding tube on the other. Yep. And a TV in front of us. That's oh what we will have. Oh, my God, dude. I mean, like, part of me just doesn't want to work anymore because working is getting in the way with me living my best life, you know? But uh, yeah, I can't have any life without working. So. I know. I know. I want to go pick it with the people just for no reason. Maybe I'll get noticed and be like, hey, you want to be an actress? I sure do. But I want else to get paid. And they're like, sure, after the strike is over. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. So, well, we had one more article. Should we should we get into it? I don't know how long we've been going. I think, okay, so we've been just under two hours and 15 minutes. Let's talk about this last one because you really wanted to talk about this one and then we can call it after this. Okay, because um, I, I wish I had my tinfoil hat. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. I wore it out. This because, is our delayed truth. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't know. I, I just thought it was an interesting news article that I hadn't really heard anywhere else. Uh, let me go ahead and pull it up. Uh, this is so actually this article is from the BBC News, which I always think is interesting whenever you have to get. Um, American news from the BBC. Yeah. Uh, but is Obama's chef, Tafari Campbell, mm -hmm. died in paddleboarding accident? And you're like, well, what's, what's the big deal about that? Why can't I get this to, uh, there we go. So what's the big deal about this? Uh, that's because he died near the Obama's, uh, uh, Martha's Vineyard home. Okay. When I hear Martha's Vineyard, I always think it's like solely for, and I know Obama was uh, the, the president previously. I'm not, but I thought it was just like, like I think of, I think of Donald Trump. Like I thought he, he's always at Martha's Vineyard. Is that just a presidential thing where you go there? If you've been the president or are the president or does Martha's Vineyard, does he own it? What the fuck is Martha's Vineyard? 
I'm Martha's Vineyard it. is a we are so rich. Ah, uh, yes, okay, kind of place. Um, like, and I mean, like, richy rich. Okay, yeah, because it's like, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's basically Martha's Vineyard vacation. Let me see. Uh, yeah, it's it's basically a private island. Oh, pretty much. So, uh, so a personal chef of former U.S. President Barack Obama has died during an accident on a paddleboarding trip near the Obama's Massachusetts home. Uh, he was 45. He worked in the White House before staying on with the family after he left office in 2016. So he was a chef in the White House. Um, when they left, they asked him to come with him, with them, and he said yes. Okay. Um, so he went missing on Sunday. Um, do, to do, to do. He had been visiting from his home in Virginia. Police say the Obama family was not at home at time of the accident. Uh, so the search was launched on Sunday night for, quote, a male paddleboarder who had gone into the water, appeared to briefly struggle to stay on the surface, and then submerged and did not resurface, according to a police report. Here's what I thought was interesting. Quote, Another paddleboarder was on the pond with him at the time and observed him go under the water. Yeah, I saw that. Say what? So he, he was not found until Monday. Quote, approximately 100 feet from shore at a depth of about eight feet. What? That's pretty steep. Hold on. And that's that's pretty much all of the information that we have. So what so, do you what are you what are you thinking that may be the case? Oh, oh, for, why did the person not try to help them? That's my question. This is that's my question. Hold on, I'm gonna search this. Uh, let me see if I can get something else from Google. Oh, that'll be interesting to see what Google says. Okay, so the Washington Post has posted a few articles about it. Okay. Um, Reuters, People's Magazine, um, AP News, NPR, CNN, now fucking Fox News. Let's go on to Fox because I feel like they'll go more down the deep end than anybody else. <laughs> He wasn't wearing a life vest. No foul play suspected. Well, of course, they're going to say that. Uh, and if they found him at eight feet, like how deep does this quotation mark pond go? Because it was called a pond. That doesn't mean it was a pond, but. No, the thing is huge. Okay. But how deep is it? They found know. him at eight feet. Okay. Uh, let me see. And, and he wasn't wearing a life vest? Yeah. But. See now. I heard, now you know what that means. Yeah. Nothing. But I heard he couldn't swim. Oh, that's weird. Like, why would you be out paddleboarding if you can't swim? Okay. Okay. Go paddleboarding if you can't swim. That's fine. Wear a fucking life vest. Yes. Um, Edgerton. Edgerton Town. 
I think it's what it's called. Yeah. Oh, no. Edgartown Great Pond. Uh, yeah. I just want to see depth. Give me something. A mean depth of three to 4.3 feet? That's what? not deep at all. No. Yeah, this is from Martha's Vineyards Commission. Hold on, I'm going to go to the page now because this is just the, the pond has an area of 544 to 840 acres, a mean depth of 3 to 4.3 feet. And that's a, that, that's a, well, that's a mean, not a median. But, okay, let, let me just ask a straightforward question. How deep is Edgerton Great Pond? See if it gives me a different answer. Nope, same answer. Isn't that interesting? And th- and when now you said that they found them at a depth of eight feet, so s- clearly something's not right. Look at us going down a rabbit hole. Okay, okay, okay. So definition of mean depth is defined as the depth when multiplied by the top water surface width. So what they're saying is it's actually bigger, like the surface of the pond is bigger than the depth. Understandably, yeah. Okay. So overall, it's not very deep. But because the the pond itself covers such a huge area that that it's it's I mean, it's probably not much deeper than eight or ten feet. I can't imagine it being crazy deep. And so maybe that might have given him some comfort. As in, it's not crazy deep. Like, I've got my board. The only thing I could think of is that he had some kind of heart attack, cardiac arrest. Could have been drunk. Could have been, yeah. And you know, because how many of us have gotten out on, I don't know, a tube, an inner tube, gone skiing, you've had a few beers, a couple of glasses of wine, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And is this pond like, hold on, I need to see a picture of it. But he could have fell and hit his head on something. It doesn't, well, it looks like lake or river water. So it's not crazy, you know. It's not like it's crazy murky. Now, this, the person who was with him, allegedly, according to Fox, does say that they tried to get to him. They didn't get to him in time. And still, though, like, I, I don't understand. Does stuff like that really happen that fast? I feel like bodies float for a little bit. Did you not see the body? Oh, that's a good point. The fellow paddle boarder told investigators they tried to swim to Campbell's location but couldn't reach him in time. In time for what? For him to sink completely underneath? I, I don't know. The paddle boarder swam to shore and asked someone to call 911. The Duke County Regional Emergency Communication Center. Was it that necessary to give the entire goddamn <laughs> How about the emergency responders initiated an immediately emergency search and rescue response by multiple public safety agencies? Um, 
The search was paused. Uh, they had to use sonar to fucking find him. What? And just like you said, at 100 feet from shore and a depth of eight feet. Well, maybe it's murkier than. Maybe it is murkier than what we thought. And I guess that would make sense if, yeah, because I think of, well, we have a lake out here called Folsom Lake, and I could think of if my kids went under, I probably wouldn't see them once they got two to three feet under. Right. So. And then, especially if you're a distance, mm-hmm. and you see them go down, and you strike out to get to them, if you don't get in the exact spot that they went down, you're yeah. not finding them if that's murky water. That's true. And it is kind of creepy, like, not creepy, but you don't know if they're going to pull you under because they're panicking. Yeah, I almost killed Leo. Oh, God. On a, on a, on a trip. So, <laughs> not, I mean, not on purpose. I know, it's just the way it was said is dark humor, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, serious, I had, um, we had gone snorkeling several times and for an anniversary weekend, we went down to uh, Key West, and uh, we were going to go snorkeling again because uh, it's fucking Key West. Why not, right? Yeah. And I, I have my little vest on. I have my little snorkel on. Uh, he jumps in the water. I jump in the water. And for whatever reason, fucking panic. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I'm going to die panic. So, of course, he comes over to try to grab me because he's like, I don't know what just yeah. happened. She's flailing around like a crazy person. I almost drowned him because he said I, like, climbed him. Oh, yeah. And was, like, trying to get on top of him and pushed him under the water. And it was somebody else came over and, like, grabbed me off of him so yeah. he could get up and then pull – um pull me back up onto the boat <laughs> so i am uh I, I would i feel like i would respond the way you do which is why i've already told my husband if we go to any kind of tropical island or whatever don't expect me to do that i don't want to do that it makes me sick to my stomach to even think about doing something like that and and he's like it'll it'll be fun i love that for you have fun <laughs> you well, and the I daughter think- and i don't think that our t- our autistic son should try it either well, I, here's what here's what we came to the conclusion of that probably happened. When I jumped into the water, it um, knocked my mask off. Oh, okay, yeah. Which, you know, then I've got all of this water in my face that I wasn't expecting. I can't breathe, and yeah. so I panic. So if you do it, I would suggest not putting your mask on until after you've jumped in the water. So jump in the water first and then put it on while you're underwater? Well, no, because you're gonna have you're gonna be in a vest. You're okay. gonna be in a life oh, vest. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you're gonna jump in the water, you're gonna come back up, you're gonna take a deep breath. Okay. Right? And then put your mask on and then you can snorkel. Because I think that was the mistake. I wasn't expecting my snorkel and my mask to get knocked off. Yeah. And so it sent me into a panic. Okay, next question. Snorkeling, you go underwater with that, but how do you breathe? Isn't there water in the snorkel? Okay, so the first thing you do is you take a deep breath, mm-hmm. you put your snorkel in your mouth, yes. and you blow. Yes. So that blows all of the water out the top of your snorkel. Yes. And then you go face down into Ass the water, mm-hmm. snorkels up, and you just breathe. But do you go underwater completely with the snorkel, or are you surfacing? 
you're surfacing. Okay. If you do decide to to dunk down because mm-hmm. you want to go look at something a little better and you come back up, you've got to blow that snorkel. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I always thought people went under there and they still had like some air to breathe. Or so. I was like, it doesn't make sense to me, the concept. Okay. Thank you for explaining that to me. That's exactly how I thought it should be. But then I see people <laughs> under with these regular snorkels. I'm like, are you supposed to be able to breathe at that underwater? I never understood it. I might, if it's surfacing, I could see myself doing that. Yep, it's just on the surface. Okay. You're just face down, snorkels up, and you're just kind of kicking your feet and yeah. going along. And Okay, yeah. then I think the kids and I can do that. Yeah. Um, do you want to go further down a rabbit hole with this? Ooh, is there more? Because I'm not going to run out of battery, more. but keep going. No, no, no. It's not, it's, we're not, we're not, it's not going to keep us much longer. But okay. Campbell is not the first former White House chef to drown. What? Not the first. But listen to how this next person drowned. Again, it's not full context, but still, the way it's written is, in June 2015, Walter Scheib, an executive chef at the White House who served former presidents Bill Clinton and George W. Bush, drowned while hiking a trail in Taos, New Mexico. I'm sorry, how, what? What? He drowned while hiking a trail in Taos, New Mexico. Um, was there a stream or something on this trail? Did you drown drinking a bottle of water? What? <laughs> Where is the context to this story? This is, okay, this is why AI is going to take over, okay? Because <laughs> it's just going to spit out stupid shit like this and... <laughs> tinfoil hat wearers like me are yeah. gonna go oh my god did you see this exactly and it's not just that it's like maybe the ai is gonna give more context or maybe it's just gonna be just as bad as what we're already getting wow so yes uh former uh white house uh chef <laughs> uh what's the name walter scheib drowned while hiking a trail in Taos, new mexico and that's know. all i have I thought that was just, that's, wow. Yes. So we have made it to two hours and 30 minutes, probably what will be our longest podcast. But, hey, it's an intro podcast. Like, it's a welcome back. We had we had a lot we had to get off our tits, our chest. Yes. <laughs> yes, and it is uh, tomorrow where I am right now. Oh, my um, God, yes, it is. So I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you guys for listening, hanging out for with us for this whole long time. And uh, we will uh, catch you. You can catch us where? God, we're going to be all over. I think as of right now, we're on the Lean Into It network. Uh, so you'll be able to catch us on um, on Pandora, on Spotify, iTunes. Uh, we eventually may get our own you know, uh, RSS feed, which means we will still be on everything. Pandora is really hard to get on. A death holler is not even on Pandora. We're on Apple charts, but we are not on Pandora. So that being said, you know, we'll be on most places. And then I'm pretty sure I'll be, I'll try to put out YouTube videos, but I don't think it's worth to do the video because if it's not going to be us, you know, Uh, yeah. maybe not. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I, I know some people like listening to audio on YouTube. I respect it, you know, so I may just put the audio with our picture on there, but yeah. So that being said, I guess we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.